Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Co. Hello! Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again for this shenaniganery. We, uh, welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I've completely forgotten how to stream. Um, <laughs> this is going to be our third session streaming, so hopefully we're a little more comfortable now. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Alicia Kelly, as, uh, who's going to be playing Sylphie, and Blake Wolf, who is playing Kit. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. So, uh, we do have an intro video, which we're going to keep for probably a couple more weeks before we just scrap it for now, because mm -hmm. everybody should be caught up by now. But, uh, Blake, if you will play us into our intro. I will definitely do that. Please meet your microphones. Uh -huh. Here we go. Sophia Altera. My name's Kit, and I guess I have to tell you about myself. I really don't want to, but Sylphie is threatening my life again. I was born in Amnoblin as an Elusir. The tribes of the Elusir are born with special gifts that come of age as they do, granting them powers like that of their totem. Before I was old enough to choose a totem, though, the skull of the nearby city attacked us, destroying our small village and killing many of our elders, including my parents. Those who didn't fight or run fast enough were captured as slaves. With just a few elders and my younger brother, we boarded a ship to carry us south to Irakel, a land of hot and sandy terrain. Once there, we immediately left the city and struck out into the Badlands to create a space away from all the untrustworthy Skull who called us dirty names like Skinwalkers. As I came of age in that environment, I found the local coyote population called to me. Hearing their solitary cries at night echoing across the Badlands, I knew they were the ones. I'd already become a loner, and the coyote totem set me further apart as I took on my shifter powers. With fur sprouting in odd places, a set of dog-like ears, and claws, I stuck out easily amongst the skull whenever I visited town to play tricks on them, just like the god Savros would want me to. I thrived in the chaos I created for normal people. They didn't deserve their cushy lives built on the slave labor of my people and others. At 17, I began taking jobs in Port Saris with the wrong sorts of people. But they paid the best, so maybe they were the right sort of people. I didn't care. As long as I could bring home some money to my tribe and my younger brother, that's all I cared about. I started stealing, hurting people, doing whatever was necessary to make a name for myself. That's when I met Dana, the Vixu. Somehow, I came to like her... And we were actually friends. Not that I didn't try my hardest to avoid that. Anyway, Dana eventually went straight for some reason and joined the Wardens. I wasn't interested in such work, but her methods were usually less than legal, and she always threw in bonuses for a job well done. I spent two years doing that, and then, just a month after my 19th birthday, Dana reached out to me. Some idiot had killed a couple of people in town and was planning on more, and he was part of the Arbiters. I didn't tell Dana why, but I eagerly took the job. Anyone involved in the slave trade has a face that needs to be melted off. Sylvia Phelan here, Sylphie to my friends. 
Listen, whatever Kit may have told you about me, it was complete lies, so forget absolutely everything he said. As a matter of fact, you may know me as Sylphie Altera, but I gave up that name fairly recently. Why? It's a bit of a long story. I was born without a family name, living as a street urchin in the unforgiving streets of the city of Moore's Rest. Hunger and desperation were my early childhood friends. The only companion I ever had was Marin, my older sister. I'm still not quite sure whether we were biologically related, but the trials and tribulations we experienced as starving children forged our bond as sisters that was as strong as iron. Wherever Marin went, I gladly followed. It was from Marin that I learned to play lute, and a casual hobby became a source of income for us. For a good enough performance, even the rapscallions of Moore's Rust would gift two talented young ladies with a few coins or a hot meal. It was from these street performances that we attracted the attention of one Alistair Altera and his wife Wedna, and he took us in to give us a roof over our head and a belly full of food each night. At first, I was delighted to be finally part of a proper family. With Alistair and Wedna and our two adoptive brothers, Redner and Flynn, we made a scrappy family of cheats and hustlers, willing to do whatever it took to survive. It wasn't much. It wasn't loving. But it was more than I could have ever dreamed of. The innocuous thieving and swindling soon turned sour, though, as Alistair made friends with the insidious Arbiters, the intricate band of pirates and thieves that run Moore's Rest. Soon, our jobs turned from petty theft to murder for hire. Anyone that the Arbiters deemed unworthy of keeping around, my siblings and I would be tasked with taking out. At the ripe young age of 14, I was a seasoned assassin, using persuasion and charm to lure men into a false sense of security before delivering a most cruel message. My body count only stopped at four, but I was complicit in many others. It was Marin that suffered the most out of any of my siblings. She was responsible for the deaths of at least ten. Those were all the ones that I knew of, anyway. It was the night of another assignment from Alistair that everything changed. We were all given the task of tracking down another unfortunate soul, which we all silently resigned ourselves to. Except, to my astonishment, Marin. She refused. Up until then, I didn't even know such a thing was possible. But Alistair's face soon grew dark, and with only a few words of command from him, Redner and Flynn wasted no time in forcing Marin on her knees and slitting her throat, mere feet away from me. My entire world collapsed around me, and though I accepted the hit job so as not to incur the same wrath from Alistair that my sister received, I slid away from my brothers and off into the night, leaving my treacherous life as a hired knife behind me. Even as I fled, though, the list began forming. I knew that my life's new mission would be to hunt down all of the Alteras and make sure they saw a swift, bloody end. Hell. I'd include every Arbiter I could get my hands on with them. So you can see how I might not be the biggest fan of the name I was given. How, you may ask, did I come upon the name Phalon? Well, that's another story entirely. And so we have our unheroic troubled travelers, one born with the ancient magics of the Elusir totems, and one only just tapping the primal arcane at the behest of a fickle sea titan. 
But the story doesn't begin with Kit and Sylphie at all. It begins with Jax, a lonely tabaxi forsaken by the wild mother Melora, who cast himself into the sea after losing everything. When he woke, a whalebone ring had appeared on his hand, unremovable. Unable to die, Jax wandered far until he landed in Amnobolin, taking odd jobs. Doing much the same to make ends meet was Sylphia Altera, and also wandering was Aether of Rhyme, taking time away from the Annika Academy to see the world. The three met by happenstance on the day of the new year, the spring equinox that also happened to be the 200th anniversary of the Calamity. The ancient city of Seeger Rayafir was hosting a World's Fair, showcasing the best and brightest of artists and inventors, including the famed Dr. Jessasan's new coal-powered airship, the Kestrel. Pulled into the job by the welcome of the local Caskers gang, the three travelers were tasked with protecting the ship and its maiden voyage. Trouble was expected, and trouble was had. The crew barely survived the flight, nearly crashing into the city but managing to land in the water, leading to the arrest of almost everyone on board for suspicion of sabotage. Needless to say, bars didn't hold the new party long when they had a mysterious druid on their side, and they quickly headed for the opposite side of town to escape. Eventually, disliking the cold north, the party traveled south to Irakel and Port Saris, where they quickly found trouble again. They were caught up between Sylphie's hunt for her murderous adopted brothers who'd been complicit in her sister's murder, and a heist put on by a local crime lord that wardens were keen to catch. Between some fetching of illegal goods for the famous enchanter Lysandra Corage, and the fake heist put on by Captain Dana Fioris of the Wardens to catch the crime lord Tomo, the party made good coin and managed not to hurt too many people that were undeserving. Though they did learn just how dangerous the sleep spell could be. Along the way, Sylphie caught up to her brother Flynn with some help from a Casker privateer named Rhea Espios, but due to Jax's wild magic and an errant sleep spell from Aether, he and Aether were suddenly killed. Unable to go on alone, Sylphie went to Dana for help, and was granted two new allies. Kit, an Elusir from Amnoblin with a bad attitude and the ability to take on physical traits of a coyote, and Corvrin, a dragonborn warden from Lachmanos with a gruff and stubborn personality, but a need for justice. With further help from Rhea, Sylphie managed to catch Flynn unaware enough to slaughter him at his most vulnerable moment. Despite her new comrade, Sylphie felt alone, even with Jax's giant coyote friend and Aether's Martin familiar. The three followed Redner to Harris, and along the way, Sylphie came face to face with surging magic by donning Jax's ring, till she learned it was the gift of the sea titan and whale mother, Tal Dunost. Seeking any help she could get and an end to the insane magical surges, Sylphie pledged herself to the whale mother. Arriving in Port Nataline, Redner was finally caught and killed at a party held by the local Casker leaders, and while Alistair and Wedna Altera were next on the party's list, they came face to face with the quiet underground operations of the Arbiters and Harris, and a drow named Kellogg Marta. Raiding his haberdashery for information while Corvern worked with the Wardens, Kit and Sylphie came in contact with a cat and a canary that couldn't be killed. The pair were haunted by the animals, even as they fled the shop and set it ablaze. They had to seek spiritual help at local temples to begin to understand that these were not animals, but demons, locked in domestic forms as servants to Kellogg. They freed both in exchange for information, and broke up a slave auction, but never caught Kellogg. He was likely headed for the Arbiter Stronghold of Moor's Rest. 
Hearing of Alistair and Midcord ten days away by ship, the party made for the heart of the shattered continent and arrived just in time for the summer solstice celebrations. Among snooping around, finding great food, bothering an egg roll vendor, and meeting a fantastic traveling circus known as the Phelan Caravan, Sylphie found a little confidence and got desperately needed unconditional love from the caravan whose members accepted her like family. And Kit too if you wanted. They knew of the Alteras and were enemies of one of Alistair's finest killers, a drow werewolf named Vinrith Corsair. Accepting Sylphie into the fold and giving her their big family's name, the caravan welcomed the pair to stay with them. But the night of the summer solstice amid a big show, Vinrith Corsair struck fear into the guests and many were hurt with one killed, before the caravan's allies and the party engaged him and his fellow werewolves. Unable to catch and kill Corsair, Kit and Sylphie were left devastated by the death of Jax's pet coyote, who had become Kit's beloved ward. And while Kit only saw more reason to fight, Sylphie nearly gave in to despair. And then, Alistair himself reached out to the pair, seeking a parlay with Sylphie. He wanted his wife Wedna dead, who'd left him to become the lover of Cynthia Moore, the mother of the new king of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And that's where our story continues. Oh, and you might wonder where Corvrin is. Well, Kit and Sylphie took off without him, and he's trying to catch up, so we'll see if he ever does. In the meantime, welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company, and the ragtag crew that might just one day be something more than thieves and blades for hire. Maybe. And we're back. So, I just realized over the break, like two seconds ago, that um, I, I felt like something was missing. I didn't get out any dice. Oh my god. And I don't have my dice tray. Uh, so Go get it. Yeah. Go do that. Go get All it. Right, I'm going to go get it. We Hold can on. fumble. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll recap. All right. Professionalism. If not, we can just do everything in Kermit voice. <laughs> Hi-ho, everyone. Last time. All right, wait, that's not Kermit. Last time on Dragon um, Ball Z. Um, yes, so, last time. Uh, you guys started an evening stakeout outside the blacksmith shop steak. and the uh, steak. Uh, steak. Steak. We can't do this. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. We, we can't Continue. do this the whole, the whole break. We were screaming and being stupid. Yeah. Alicia, oh we'll cue you in. Steak. Steak. Steak? Steak. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, we're back. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> last time you guys started a steak out um, outside the merchant's was house. Was it and out back? Indeed, was it, it was really house? bad and overly dry with a fake Australian accent. Oh. Good day. Good day, Governor. Anyway, let me get me past. They let don't... me get past the first <laughs> section, you idiot. <laughs> I just am saying that something in your tone is implying that they don't grow bloomin' onions in uh, Australia. Australia, yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, shut up! That's, they're actually wild just, tumbleweeds. Just, just cut it, cut it off. <laughs> anyway, you guys started that thing, <laughs> and uh, you were after several hours of sitting in the dark and, in Sylphie's case, the trash. I'm already crying. Uh, caught by the <laughs> owner of the merchant's house uh, who introduced himself after inviting you guys inside for breakfast instead of being angry uh, introduced himself as Garen Olerim yeah, he Garen. is a veteran member of the Bondsman's Guild fucking, Don't trust him. fucking Garen 
I don't trust him. Samesies. Shh. Um, he told you a little bit more about your bounty, the orc thief Tamar. And uh, you guys ran across the street to check on the blacksmith shop to find it had been robbed. And uh, the Furbolg smith and his five apparent kobold children, they call him dad apparently. Um, it's very cute. We're, uh, we're not happy. <clears throat> uh, let's see. After seeing the blacksmith, whose name is Ren, I don't think he actually introduced himself, but his name's Ren. His- uh, you saw him to the uh, marshal's office and then went around to talk to the harbor master to try to stop outgoing ships, which he asked you if you were stupid for trying to do. Um, Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, you made your, with, uh, with a lead from him, he told you he played cards with Tamar. Uh, you went to a nearby hostel that's for sailors who are out of work. And then to the bar next door where you met Theo, uh, Tamar's little brother. You charmed him and managed to hide and sneak up on Tamar as he entered. Uh, Tamar, who decided not to be violent with you, realizing that he was trapped, uh, insisted that he was a mercenary, not a thief. Um, he explained to you that he took a contract for a local Lord Tanris to look after his estate overnight because he was out of a few guards. And uh, said contract was posted by Garen, as was the bounty. Um, note for Sylphie, you used divine sense after noticing uh, Tamar's eyes glow. And you did get a ping... But it was not Celestial Fiend or Undead. It was something else that you are not familiar with. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I that. It was Special Sauce. Indeed. Yep. The Outback Steakhouse. Uh, Don't house say their sauce. name. We're not, we're not <laughs> affiliated. No more. The, they can, the when they pay steak. us. Yeah, when they when pay, they us, pay us, us, we'll talk about yeah. the, their the really good deep fried tumbleweeds. In the back of the house. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, Tamar also notes that after the bounty was posted, which he wasn't aware of, Garen saw him accept the contract for Lord Tanris, but Garen said nothing. Um, let's see, you took Tamar, uh, to the local druids to see if you could figure out what was going on with him. Uh, didn't figure out a damn thing. And then you took him to the local marshal, uh, Zed, and Tamar agreed to be imprisoned with the idea that you guys would look into this and break him out if he was innocent. Uh, but once he was searched and gave up all his items, you guys saw that he had this strange object with him, a circle of fabric that unfolded into a 6 by 10 hole in the ground. Uh, which, P.S., is an item that exists in D&D. It is called a portable hole. Um, wow. Interesting. Yep. Creative. Yep. <laughs> I I mean, what else are you going to call it? I don't um, know. A pocket hole? It's not a pocket. It's a hole. Uh, uh, oh. But you store things in there like a pocket. So You also store things in a house. It's yeah, a pocket so house. Isn't house just like a big pocket? But that's what that's what the magnificent mansion is. Portable wine cellar. That's true. Anyway, 
Um, we're not gonna argue about this right now. <laughs> right now, you found Later. that uh, the the hole was full of all the stolen items that had gone missing over the past two months, and Tamar insisted he had no idea how they got there. Um, so you guys came to the idea that you believe Tamar, at least partially, and you think Garen is framing him. Um, along the way, uh, Sylphie, because you were exhausted, you went to start a long rest. <clears throat> Kit yep. went to the Bondsman's Guild, uh, to ask about the contract. Uh, you met... Uh, Heath, who is one of the managers there, and Yulia, who is the actual guild master. And you learn that a temp uh, worker there, Liz, is a cousin to Garen and actually gave the contract to Tamar. Uh, so, figuring out that she is also the treasurer to Lord Tanris, you guys sort of connected some dots and decided that you wanted, or well, Kit did, uh, decided that you wanted to have a talk with her so you got Yulia to send her to the marshal's office with you uh, under the guise of her bringing some new documents over. And that's about where we were. <clears throat> so starting off, it is Kervigar the 6th 200 era 1 after Calamity. And Kit, you are on your way down the streets of Eris home with a, uh, with a, um... A Liz. Liz, Liz is human, P.S. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's got an arm full of these documents, and even though it's summer, she's got this light jacket on, and she's just following behind you this, uh, pale, younger woman, maybe, like, 22-ish, um... Pretty, pretty young, you would think, for a trusted treasurer. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, long blonde hair and a braid. Very, very smartly dressed. But she's just following alongside you with this arm full of documents. Like it's any other day. Okay. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to cast sending and send a, uh, send a message to the bondsman that we talked to that imprisoned tomorrow. What was his name again? Uh, what? Uh, the guy, the guy who put Tamar it in jail. It wasn't the bondsman. It was the warden. Zed, the warden. Zed. That's his. Yeah, he runs Men in Black. That's right. Um. He. Yeah, he's the trite. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So I'm gonna send a message to Zed. Okay. I'm just gonna. Do you do this secretly? No, no, no. I'm doing it with her near me. I'm being mm. cavalier. All right. All right. I'm gonna be like. Hey, Zed, we're on our way with all those important documents that you wanted, so we will meet you in your office. Okay. Um, in return, you hear uh, Zed, who knows that nobody on your end can hear him except you, says, All right, I've got a couple wardens waiting in case there's any trouble. Uh, just bring you through the front door and close the door behind you. Done. Or bring them. He doesn't know who you're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and we keep on. Uh, we're doing the stroll. Okay. Um, you make your way along, and uh, by this point, 
uh, yeah, I had mentioned that the crowd of people who'd been stolen from the previous night, they're already gone. Um, so you make there was your a way. Crowd of, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Like 10 you people. said crowd of people, and I was like, who stole a crowd of people? I was very concerned, but continue. No. Sorry. Uh, you make your way uh, up to the door, and opening it for you is another Triton, a smaller, younger Triton. Um, he opens it up and steps back, just sort of nods to both you guys and steps out past you. Um, and as soon as the door closes, you do notice that he posts up in front of it. Okay. I just turn back to Liz and I'm like, we're going to take these straight to Zed, okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, and she and I, follows I you. lead the way. Yep. Uh, where do you lead her to? The office. The <laughs> front room is the office. His office. The back one. That, the private the, oh, back. Oh, the... The interrogation room. Is that what it was that we went to? Yes, that's what we're going yes. to. Okay. So you take her down the stairs and uh, into the sort of cell and interrogation area uh, where she does see that Tamar is there. Mm -hmm. um, she makes her way down. She glances at Tamar, doesn't think anything of it, yeah. and continues on. Okay. Take okay. her in the room. Um, Stepping into the room, mm -hmm. uh, Zed is in there, and you see that he's got a box of basically all of Tamar's belongings uh, that he closes as you guys step in, and uh, you shut the door behind you, and he looks up at Liz and says, well, good morning. Uh, sit down. And she glances around. She's like, oh, oh, okay. And she sets the documents down and takes a seat. And, uh, Zed leans on the table in front of her and says, So, uh, I hope you noticed our guest outside. And Liz nods, says, What do you think of that? Pretty good job on this one's part, huh? And Liz looks at you, says, Yeah, that was fast. Fast is my middle name. And Zed kind of raises an eyebrow at you. <laughs> Says, uh, well, our friend here has a few questions for you. Just a couple. Um... And Liz, like, looking over at you, glances at Zed again, says, am I in trouble for something? Not yet. Oh, okay. So... I heard that you uh, were working for Lord Tanris. Yes. Uh, and you've been working for the Bondsman's Guild for a couple of months? Just temporarily, hmm. yeah. And uh, what did you do for Lord Tanris? I was his uh, treasurer. I, I still am. I'm just sort of, there's nothing much going on right now. So I just hmm. took an extra job. Nothing much going on as a treasurer? Is there... Does he not have any business going on? Not really. He's sort of on a vacation for the summer. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. So, we have... So, you notice Tamar in the cells. Um, mm -hmm. You were the one who hired him to be a guard for Lord Tanris. I don't think so. 
you hired him the well okay so i talked to and i kind of like looking at zed too um i spoke to the upper level supervisor and went through the paperwork and it looks like the day that garen set a bounty for tamar was the same day that you hired tamar to guard lord tanneris for the night well, I mean, if that's true, I didn't realize it was him. <clears throat> Even though his name is on the paperwork? I didn't know his name. What Garen does is separate from me. He's just my cousin. We don't talk about things. I find it interesting that we've had uh, robberies going on for two months, which is how long you've been working there, and how long Tamar has been here, and then suddenly all these things coincide all at once, and Tamar shows up here with mountains of treasure that he's never seen in his life, and with an enchantment that nobody can break. So, you have all the things he stole. He had them, and you think... What? That it's not him? Oh, no, we know it's not him. But he had everything, didn't he? Maybe. I don't understand what this line of question is. Is Lord Tanneris having financial troubles? No. The balance book comes in just fine every month. In fact, he's usually making a profit. Alright, Zed, help me out here. Uh, Zed <laughs> Zed leans on the table. A little, little more um, I feel like I played all my cards really fast. He's like Oops. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Need to watch more Law and Order. Yeah, rookie. Um, he looks over at Liz and says So, um you said you and Garen don't really talk all that much and Liz shrugs. She's like yeah, he's... I mean, he's a nice guy, but we didn't really know each other much growing up. And not to be rude, but because he's from the orc side of the family, a lot of my side doesn't like him. And Zed nods and says, well, how do you feel about him? She says, oh, I like him just fine. He's He does his work. He's a good man. Um, and he nods. Says, alright, well, um, when's the last time you talked to Garen? And Liz looks down, sort of like counts on her fingers. Says, maybe a week ago or so? We had a dinner together with him and his wife. And Zed says, who is, uh, we? Liz shrugs, says, my my boyfriend and I was introducing him and Zeb nods says uh so about this job for the bondsman's guild how did you get that job she says oh well Garen did have something to do with that he recommended me and the guild master took me in and Zed nods and kind of glances at you to see if you have any questions 
I don't want to talk to myself here, Ben. <laughs> I have no further questions. And all right. He says very close to the microphone. Yes. And Zeb nods. The defense rests, Your Honor. Zeb nods and says, well, um, what do you think about uh, Garen posting both the contract and the bounty? And Liz sort of furrows her brows and sits back. Says, well, it's strange. I, I would thought we would have noticed that and said nods and leans in a little further now that she's like pulling back mm-hmm. um, says and uh, according to Tamar here Garen saw Tamar sign for the contract after he had posted the bounty and Liz glances at you says um, I, I think I would like the guildmaster here before I say anything else. Like your supervisor? Yeah. I cast sending. Okay. To the supervisor. Um. To Heath or to Yulia? Yulia, I liked her. Yeah, she was the guildmaster. Yeah, her. Yeah, the big wig. Um, mm-hmm. be like, Yulia, can you please come to the warden's office immediately, please? Interrogation room number. Only one there. Only one there. Basement. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yulia, please report to the principal's office. Yeah. Yulia. <laughs> Yulia. <laughs> oh, God. Um,. Yeah, it takes a moment, but in the back of your head, you hear, like, the trailing end of another conversation. It sounds like she's busy. And uh, she answers, I'm a bit busy at the moment. Can this wait? I don't have any more sending spells. (laughs) Well, then that's just how it is. Zed, do you have a deputy... That would like to go <laughs> down as and you, fetch the guildmaster. As you put your thumbs in your belt and, yeah. and show off like, your belt Pull buckle. out my belt buckle and be like, do you have a deputy? Deputy. Yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, I do. I almost said, do you have a boy? But that sounded weird. <laughs> that, yeah, he has a human deputy. No, that was, um, that was me uh, a few you have a episodes boy. It wasn't a boy, like it was a child. Do you have a child? Do you have a child? Do you have a child? You, child! Child! Um, right, yes. Come here, uh, child. He, he stands up from his seat. He says, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll ask him. Stay here. And Indeed. Keep an eye. And Zed steps out of the room, closes it. You hear him lock it behind him, uh, just in case. And he heads up to the upper floor. You hear his boots moving away. And Liz sits there with her hands folded in front of her. You can see she's really uncomfortable, like fitted, fidgeting with her fingers. Aww. And she kind of like, occasionally like, glances at you. Can I, can I help you? Nope. Okay. Make a perception check. 
Uh, oh, oh, fucking 25. Woo! Okay. There you uh, go. According to Jamie, Liz is a Karen. Oh, I know. I mm. saw. Yeah, a little I bit, yeah. It. For sure. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you notice that as she's sitting here with her hands folded, her fingers are moving in a pattern. Uh, excuse me, Elizabeth. Stop. And she looks right at you. Enough. You don't know what you're dealing with. I... And she finishes the spell and she disappears. <gasps> she went invisible? You don't know. She went invisible. I'm going to fucking punch her. <laughs> uh, roll to hit. No. <laughs> oh, oh. No. No. What am I hitting a Neil? Uh I fuck. Um six You go to swing like straight into the chair. Uh your knuckles almost catch the edge, but she's gone. Fucking cut. Oh no. I'm so mad. <laughs> I am standing in front of the door. Uh-huh. She can't get out if she's invisible, which I'm pretty sure she just goddamn blinked out of here. Fucking fuck. Yeah, she probably blinked. God. Uh, um, there's no helping that. Is there a window? Is there a wall? Is there sweat dropping down what? my balls? No. Whoa. <laughs> not right now. Um, no. Let's not go into that song. Um, uh, right now. What do you mean? Like... Is there a window that looks out? Is there a window that I can get out of? No. <gasps> no. Oh, I'm going to throw... No. Mm, mm, uh, I'm going to throw open the door. And I'm going to run. Yeah, I'm going to open the door. It's locked. From the inside? From the outside? From the outside. Yeah, he locked you in there. It's an interrogation room. Are there two trailer park there. girls going around the outside? Maybe? <laughs> probably somewhere. Probably. Okay. Um, I fuck. You're stuck. Fuck. Uh, God. Uh, give, um, me, give me another perception check. It's a son of a bitch. <laughs> you just got duped. I got fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, okay. So in the room, uh, there are no windows. There are no. There are no walls. Unlocked ways out. Um, okay. But in the room, there is the box full of Tamar's stuff. I um, grasp it firmly. The box. Okay. You grab it. <laughs> yeah, I grab uh, in, it. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> you grasp the handle firmly. Um, the box but, handle. Uh, the box handle. The box handle. Uh, yes. Inside, uh, you can see the black and gold hairpin. Okay. Uh, you can see the folded up sheet of fabric. Um, and you can see a couple knives and a couple like little tools that he has. I'm going to pick the lock to try to open it. Can I pick it? Can I get through it? Do you have thieves tools? Hell yes, I'm proficient. You can try? Yes. 11. Uh, let me add. Uh, do I add anything else besides the proficiency? Uh, it should be d20 plus dex plus, plus uh, dex. proficiency. Okay. If you're proficient. 15. That is not enough. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, I'm stuck. I yep. can't. You fiddle with the lock for a second, and one of your picks just bends, and it's like, 
Fuck. I'm just back at the boat, just snoozing away. Snoozing away. Well, at least we know Liz is the bad person. We're gonna do one of the bad. What can I do? I can't. I don't know. I can't blink. I used all my third level spells, all my slots. Um. Thank you. Slots. Slats. Uh. Uh. God, I can't do anything um can i try to pick the lock again or is that not allowed is that like a DD no no you're no it's not gonna work i can't do anything can i break down the door what's the door made of it's pretty hefty hardwood Why am I looking at that? My What's spells your over here. strength modifier? I don't think you're very strong. You're a cleric. It's plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're gonna struggle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to break the door down before I give up. Okay. Okay. Strength check. <laughs> Good luck. Yep. Okay. Six. <laughs> no. <laughs> You bash your shoulder into it, and you come away. I'm just going to start pounding words. on the door, like, as hard as I can. Just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no response. Oh, my from anyone. fucking God. You hear Tamar on the other side yeah. yelling, um, make me another perception. <gasps> She's going to kill Tamar. No, he's like yelling at you. Oh, okay. Whew. Don't scare me like that. I mean, he could, she could kill him. Who knows? Did you say a perception check? Perception. 19. You can just make out a little bit of what he's saying. And he's telling you to get the pin. The pin! I take the pin out of the box. Okay. So you have this uh, long sort of like... It's almost like those, uh, like, chopstick things that women put in their hair in, like, a bun. Yeah. Um, But it's made of black cast twisted iron, Mm -hmm. and it is surrounded in gold wire. Um, When you pick it up, it hums. Um, I mean, like, a vibration. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, jam it into the door lock. You just press it against the door handle and the lock opens. Oh, thank God! I run as yeah. fast as possible to the top okay. floor. Run, 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 run. Uh, I also pocket you... that thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, you step out and you actually see Tamar sitting in the corner of his cell with a huge slash going <gasps> down. No, I run over to him. I run over to him and I open the door. Open the door. Use the pin. Open the door. Uh, doesn't work like that. What do you mean it doesn't work like you that? You put it into the lock and it doesn't open right away. Tamar, come here. Come here. Get closer. 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 He. Let's see if he has the strength for it. Oh, he yeah. fucking better. Yeah, he starts dragging himself over, unable to use one arm, and he, like, pushes himself up. I reach my arm through, and I touch him, and I cast Cure Wounds at second level. Cure Wounds! Cure Wounds! (laughs) 
I'm okay. so obnoxious. Oh my god. You are. You um, really are. So it's okay. We're all obnoxious together. That's true. I resent right. that. No, that is completely <laughs> true. Excuse me. I don't resent that. I know I'm obnoxious. Uh, how does cure wounds work again? I forgot to bring up my spell. Cure wounds. Uh, one d eight. So two d eight. Plus spellcast mod. Uh, five plus nine HP. Nine. Okay. Nine. Um, you see the slash begin to kind of knit together a bit. It's still bleeding a little, but it's not nearly as serious. And he sort of reaches his arm through and grabs the lockpick mm-hmm. um, or the pin that you have. And you see his eyes flash and he sticks the pin into the lock and it clicks open. How did he do that? And he slowly pushes himself up and you notice his eyes have changed color. What color are they now? They're glowing still, mm-hmm. but they're blue. Um, and he shoves the pin into his belt and makes his way out, just sort of holding the side of his chest. He doesn't talk to you. He doesn't look at you. Tamar, he just makes his way up. Tamar, are you okay? Tamar? No response. Tamar? No response. <gasps> I swear to fucking God, I'm so mad right now. Uh... Uh, you guys thought this was going to be an odd job? You ran head first. Yeah, this is weird. way more complicated than I thought it was going to be. I, you know that thing that Matt Mercer does, where he leaves like tiny trails of weird shit in random places. Yeah, yeah. I do that too. I cast hold person. Uh, what do I need to roll? I don't know. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> have your spells prepared. I do. Cleric. Okay, I do have them prepared. But hold person is one of those ones that I think I got from my cleric thing, my trickster thing. There it is. Hold person. All right. Humanoid, you can see with the range. Target must make a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, 15. He continues. Fuck. There goes all my second level spells. Now I can't do anything. Yeah. He makes his way up to the second floor. Um... Where you see, uh, as it, do you follow him? Yeah, I'm following him. I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah, you follow him up, and as he is making his way through the uh, upper floor, you see Zed's deputy dead over his desk. Oh my god! No sign of Zed, but there is a smear of blood across Zed's desk. And Tamar's just continuing to walk. Tomorrow is just walking at a slow pace toward the door out. Uh, I'm just going to follow him because I can't do anything. Uh, I cast Charm Person. Uh, make a another wisdom saving throw. Uh, he cannot be charmed. Fuck. Oh, yeah, my spell slots are almost yeah. gone. I've only got one left. Um, he's oh just continuing to walk. He throws open the door, and you see laying in the street outside is Zed clutching his uh, abdomen. And uh, he's just by himself as other people are starting to notice mm-hmm. that something's happening and come running. Um, um, I cast, Tamar, mm-hmm. I cast uh, Make It Pink on Tamar. 
and I turn, I use like my, I'm just marking him. I use something yeah. on my person that's like blue to like turn his hair blue so he sticks out. Okay, so you walk up and like touch him and turn his hair blue? Uh, sure. I thought I could just do it from a distance. I didn't think I had to touch him. I don't remember. Could, does make it pink work that way? Yeah, we've been doing it from a distance for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think you it's don't like have 120. Yeah, it's 120 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, for anybody who sees this, this Make is... It Pink is a homebrew, ridiculous fucking spell mm-hmm. I came up with a few games ago. Uh, inspired by Sleeping Beauty, where you can take Make an object of one color and turn anyone's hair anywhere on their body that color. Uh, and if you try to layer it too many times, uh, it will become a mottled mess of colors like the uh, Make It Pink, Make It Blue scene in Sleeping Beauty. Um, it's a cantrip. Anyone can learn it. So I cast Make It Pink on him so I can turn his hair blue so he sticks out. And yep. then I turn to Zed and use my last spell slot and cast Cure Wounds at first level. Okay. He gets n- 9 HP. Alright. Yeah, that, that helps a little bit. And he sort of you see him pull this really nasty looking um knife out of his out of his belly uh like one of those throwing knives Mm -hmm. that doesn't quite have a handle um i forget what they're called but uh he picks himself up into a sitting position um you can see several other like wounds on him like he was just assaulted all at once Mm -hmm. and he looks up and sees tamar walking away says what I can't. What the hell is that? I don't know. Liz just snapped her fingers and disappeared, and I had yeah, to. Yeah, no. She fucking. And, and he looks at his office and runs inside um, there. to go check on his deputy. So I run up to his deputy. Is his deputy like dead, dead? Like, is he super dead, he, he dead, dead. <laughs> okay. I was going to try maybe spare the dying, but if he's super dead, it's not worth it. He's, he's dead. only mostly dead. <laughs> Um, I tell Zed, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with Tamar, but I can't cast a spell on him. I can't charm him. I can't do anything. And he's just, his eyes have changed color. He's not responding. And I have no magic left. I can't help anymore. But why the hell's going on? What is happening with him versus... I have no idea. I don't know. And... He, he goes back out, and you've noticed this a couple times, that there is a bell hanging outside the uh, Warden's Guild office, and he goes and just starts ringing the shit out of it. Uh, um, what's the name of the inn that we're at? I don't think you guys are staying at an inn. Yeah, we are, because we're staying no, at we're the staying one where Theo the is. Where's the one Theo is staying? No, oh, we're staying at um, the boat. You're not staying there. Theo no. is. Okay. Um, but, uh, shit. I don't think I gave it a name. Okay. We're going to call it the Saltside Tavern. Okay. So I tell him, I'm like, he has a brother staying at Saltside Tavern, and I am going to go check on him. You can find me there or at Captain, F- what's his nuts? Friedrich. Ziegler. 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 You can, Friedrich. Friedrich. Uh, you can find me at Captain Ziegler's ship. I will be there, but I have to go check on him. All right, and he just sort of waves you away as you see wardens, not very many, but some uh, coming out of the out from between buildings to come join him. And then I shift and dash as fast as I can. Yeah, you take off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it pretty much only takes you about the minute of your of your shift to get there. Um, tomorrow is going in the opposite direction. That's okay. Still um, making sure Theo's not dead. Yep. Uh, you make your way. And when you get to the Salt Side Tavern, this crusty sailor's tavern, um, you burst into the front, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do see Captain Ziegler's in there along with a few other people, and they all like jump as they see this furry, shifted Elusir jump in. Um, and that's about when your shift drops. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do see Bull sitting down there, and uh, he has Theo next to him. Bull? Yeah. I need you to take Theo to the ship now with Sylphie. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll explain right. when you get back. Ziegler? Captain, Captain. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is treachery afoot, and uh, we are gonna have to stay. I'll pay you whatever. I don't care. We'll get to that eventually. Um, there is something major going on. Please make sure all your men are safe and accounted for. Like, like dangerous major. Like dangerous. Like someone just almost killed all the wardens. Yes. Oh, shit. All right. Um, and he stands up and he starts just yelling across the tavern. Boys, go get everybody. Come on. And Come on. The, the sailors Come on. just scatter. Um, and Bull brings Theo, who has lightened up in Bull's company. If you remember, when he was charmed, he was lovely. But then he got kind of teenage angsty yeah. when he realized he'd been charmed. Uh, Bull has softened him up and he like brings him along back to the Raven. Uh, I'm going to follow Bull back to the Raven because I want to talk to Theo a little. Okay. Yeah. Um, make your way back. It's not very far. It's just uh, down the pier to the actual Daw ship. And uh, make your way down into the uh, quarters area where all the cabins are. You hear little puppies yipping in one of the rooms. I uh, definitely go grab Sylphie and wake her up. She's just gonna have to deal with it. (laughs) Sylvie, you've been asleep for, like, maybe two hours. (laughs) So you've had a short rest. We're gonna... I'm gonna need to rest anyway, so it'll be fine. Okay. Sylvie! Sylvie! (laughs) Come on! Get over here! There's shit going down. Why are you in my room? It's going down. No, I'm not gonna yell timber. Let's go. Okay, well, I would like to stay down here, please. Come on! Let's go! Let's go! Oh God! Okay, I I pull myself out of bed. I'm just like <laughs> Sylphie would notice that there's a little bit of blood on Kit's hands from aiding the wounded. Oh God! Did you kill someone? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, okay. So that's just like what recreational blood? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm gonna drag her into the room. And be like, come on, let's go. Come on. Okay. Faster. Okay. Okay. God. God I. I literally can't go much faster. So I pull them into the room, slam the door behind me. I'm like, all right, everybody, shut the fuck up for a second. Okay, I was so talking. just to set the scene, you're in one of the cabins, mm-hmm. which is definitely not built for multiple people. So you're like all shoulder to shoulder, including with Bull, who's massive. Um, and Theo is very uncomfortably like wedged into a corner. Perfect. Um, but yeah, you do have a, a private teeny tiny space. A teeny tiny living space. Alright. So, here's the Thank deal. Um, Liz at the Bonds Guild 
She works there. Okay, where do I start? Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. So we caught Tamar, right? What? We caught Tamar, right? I went okay. to the Bondsman's Guild afterward to figure out what was going on and why Garen hired him and put a bond out for him the same day. Uh-huh. Turns out uh-huh. it was somebody else named Liz who used to work for Lord Tanris who hired Tamar to protect Lord Tanris, not Garen. But it, she's Garen's cousin. Yeah. So that's going on. So I tricked Liz into coming with me to the warden's office because she was acting real fishy. And when I went to, when I sent someone to go get the guild master uh, from the bondsman's guild, she snapped her fingers and disappeared and she killed everybody in the warden office except for Zed. And she almost killed Tomar. Tamar. I cured both of them, but Tamar went all enchanted and weird and his eyes turned a different color and he wouldn't respond to me. He just started walking, but I turned his hair blue so we could find him, but I don't, I don't have any spells left. I can't do anything and everybody's dead. Um, Theo does like start freaking out. As you say, his brother almost died. He's, He's fine. Like, what? He's fine. But, He's alive. But you said he was hurt. Like, did you, did you like fully heal him? I, is he still, what? He's still bleeding. Um, but you're gonna, well, you can't stop. Settle down. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, I can't help anymore. I am all tapped out. I've got no spells left, so I can't heal anybody. So if we run off right now and you get stabbed, you're going to die. Okay. Who's Liz? Liz is Garen's (laughs) cousin who works as the treasurer for Lord Tanris. Okay. Um... I'm so tired right now, so you're really gonna just have to tell me all that again. Really? (laughs) It's so realistic. (laughs) Okay, well, okay, Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Cliff uh, Notes is Liz and Garen are the bad guys, and they just killed everybody in the warden's office. Cool. And they set up Tamar, and now I don't know where either of them are. Yeah. And you have no spells. Yeah, so I'm done. I'm out. the moral of the story is that I was woken up for nothing because we're not going after them now because I don't want to die. So thanks for that. Wow. Wow. Bitch. <laughs> Welcome to Sylphie. Uh, I'm aware. Um, yeah, a uh, ball on the side says, Well, um, we can't really do anything right now but ding 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 i mean how how far can they get in you know the amount of time it takes for you guys to rest eight hours yeah they could be anywhere yeah they they could hop on a ship or something this is like whoops this is like an actual emergency this time though couldn't we tell the harbor master to shut things down there's there's a murderer we could try we could try but he wasn't like the nicest dude to begin with well this is different somebody actually died a few people actually died you're so optimistic and I love it but oh I'm just too tired to care uh I mean we can try Let's try. I guess. I mean, I figure your empathy shouldn't depend on your energy level, but all right. You'd think that. 
You really think that? But, uh, uh, okay, so, Bull, will you, uh, yeah. will you please keep Theo here and put, uh, Grumpy Bitch Face back in bed? And, and he picks up Sylphie and walks away. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, I, Theo, stay here. Where the hell else am I gonna go? After your brother, which is the exact opposite of what you need to do, because then you'll be dead. I don't know where he is. Well, that's at least in our favor. Stay. And I can't, like, help... You can come with me to the harbor master if you want. Yeah, probably should. Okay. Since you're can't do anything. Mm. And he you see him like out of his pack, he pulls like this short sword and puts it on his belt. Um says, Let's go. Attitude. Yeah, what do you think you're like? Okay, well that's fair. Fine, let's Fine. go. Sylphie, Sylphie hears that and <laughs> can't yells, dish like, it out, but he can't take it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you just met somebody who's like your age and just as angsty. Hurts, don't it? It doesn't hurt. It's just annoying. Um, really? Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to the harbor master. All right. Uh, you make way off the Raven back down the pier. Um, and at this point, you actually see there are two wardens heading toward the harbor master's office um, at a pretty good like jog, mm -hmm. uh, not not walking. Um, and as you make your way up, uh, you do see the harbor master, the, the gigantic minotaur with the sheared off horn. Um, he actually comes to the door, sees them coming, uh, and speaks with them for a moment. You guys get within earshot to hear sort of the end of the conversation, mm -hmm. which is the wardens basically asking for the same thing you came to ask for, which is for him to stop all outgoing ships. Mm -hmm. um, and you hear the harbor master say, well, listen, it, this is a free port. I can't hold people here. And one of the wardens who, uh, one of the wardens who's a uh, water marshal, Triton, looks up at him and says, "We have marshals out in the harbor right now. Just send out the orders, and they're going to keep anybody from leaving. We cannot let this person go. They killed the a deputy." And the harbor master like throws up his arms. He's like, "I'll, I'll try," and he runs back inside and then a group of people come running out of the harbor master's office to go spread the word hearing that i just grab theo by the shoulder and i'm like all right our work here is done and then we head back to the ship well that was fucking useless i we go to bed <laughs> he looks at you he's like you go to bed you're the one who can't do anything right now i push him off the yeah. dock <laughs> make a strength check yeah, he is at work, so... He's also a sailor. Seven. <laughs> Twenty. Oh, um, God. You shove him, and he, like, catches your arms and shoves you back, and you go careening off the side of the pier. I can't make, like, an acrobatics check or something to catch the ledge. Make a dexterity save. Okay. Uh, dexterity saving throw, uh, 15. Uh, you do catch the edge before you go over, and Theo walks up to the edge looking down at you. 
I pull myself back up really fast. Yeah, he grabs your forearm and helps you up. I kind of just push him away and, like, walk off to the... He doesn't move. That's fine. Yeah. I just and walk just back to the boat. After you. Yeah. Fucker. Taylor, <laughs> before I forget... Yeah. So, the harbor master has a sheared-off horn. Yeah. And Garen has a sheared-off tusk. Yes. Are they on the same side? <laughs> No, 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 okay. I'm grasping at straws, but... Well, now that you guys are laughing at me, I guess it's a diff... Like, it's stupid, So, so hear me out. There's grass on that side of town, and there's grass on that side of town. No, I thought Are they in league with each other? (laughs) I thought maybe there would be some, like, secret underground... Sheared off body part thing? And that's, like... No, it's, like, a society, but then, like, to get in, you have to, like... You have to, like take off like i don't know i don't know man there's a secret society of lopsided people hold on hold on it's a genuine question (laughs) because shit like that does exist yeah i mean have you ever heard of the cults of people who cut off their left hand for vecna or pluck out their left eye that's a thing yeah it's a genuine question yeah in this case yes they are on the same side garen's right tooth is broken and uh, oh the harbor master's left when you said are they on the same side i was like like are they in league together no i was saying are they on the same side of their okay okay i was like what a really awkward question to ask the dm be like are they secretly connected and we don't know i'm not (laughs) why would i tell you i don't know How much do you, how much Dungeons and or Dragons do you think that I have played? <laughs> At least one. Um, At who's least the one, good guy and dragons. who's the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of like 1 to 20, like how, how many, how many pigeons would it take to kill this dragon? Like, <laughs> metagaming pigeons. Yeah. No, I was asking if they were on the same side of his face. Oh, my yes, be. They are. That was totally okay. me. Just like they are. Sorry. But I'm assuming, given the reaction, there's not. No, I was laughing because I realized what Ben was laughing. Oh, at. okay, okay, okay. I was not laughing at your question. Okay. Um, sorry. It was Ben's reaction. Okay. Um, but yes, they are both on the right side. Okay. Interesting tidbit. I will keep that to myself because They're I am sleeping. They're in league together. Maybe! <laughs> I was well, as wondering far as if you they know, were. As far as you know, the Harbor Master is friends with Tamar. Yeah, I knew that, but... <gasps> Does Tamar have a missing body part on one side of his face? Uh, the tip of his right ear is slightly clipped. Is that the... Are they on the same side? <laughs> on the same side of the face, yeah. Okay. There's a secret... But you also know that Tamar is a mercenary. There's a secret society of self-mutilation going on here. Only on the right side. Only on the right side. I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, you need to. Yeah. After all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, and, you and CO make your way back on board, and everybody settles down to sleep. To sleep. 
So in order for you guys to get long rest, because Sylphie's was uh, interrupted. Yeah. Um, you need, uh, you'll probably wake up at like 7 p.m. Which it'll still be light out for another two or three hours by then. Um, but yes, anything specific you want to do uh, once you finish your rest, like to prepare? Uh, I'm putting my spells together, but yeah. Uh, I wake up, like just kind of stretch and go, oh, okay. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. They were on the same side. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Sylphie, um <laughs> Sylphie, also when you wake up and you're like you're still laying down and you like go to stretch, you feel a weight in the middle of your chest. There's okay. a little blue tick puppy laying on oh, you. Oh the puppy's It's uh it's Hinto with his little nose thing. Wait, why didn't Hinto go to bed with me? I don't know, you didn't say you took him. That's so... true. Ball I, yeah, I in Sylphie's room. Kit probably didn't because he was like super upset. Teenage angst, yeah. Uh, I I, kinda... I am concerned. I, um, I yeah, pet you've the got puppy. you've got a little a little hinto hinto bean on your chest, <laughs> and you realize that there's a little a little Charlie kind of tucked up under your uh, left uh, right ribs. Oh my god, you guys are all so adorable, but I have to leave. <laughs> I kind of gently, like, shove the uh, Hinto off Just... of me. Just kind of <laughs> up under yeah, the bed. He, he sort of rolls off of you, and you hear a little <laughs> as, as he falls over, and just... He falls next to Charlie and he like wiggles around a little bit and like snuggles up to her and like puts his face under her back. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay, whoa. Uh, Hope nobody's okay. watching this with headphones on. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I guess I'll go down to Kit's room. Uh, bang on the I mean, door, it's like, like over. Yeah, yeah. Bang, um, bang, 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 bang. Are you awake yet? Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. bang. <laughs> um, from the next room, Bull pokes his head out with his his long dark hair all like tousled, and he like sticks his head out and looks at you, kind of one eye half open. Are we are we getting up? Yes. Okay. And he just yawns huge, these big old tusks, and he steps out of his room and, like, pulls on his vest. And from the next, next room down, uh, Theo steps out. He looks like he's been awake for a little while. He's, he's already so got all his stuff. Um, Bull comes over to uh, Kit's door, knocks a little bit, says, Kit? Yes. I... Are you ready to go? I will be in just a moment. I'm choosing my spells. Okay, take you your time. You rude asshole. And he Sylphie just says that. He just picks up <laughs> Sylphie and walks you out mm. of the uh, quarters. Well, I can walk. It's yeah, fine. you're gonna annoy him. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, right. Yeah. So Theo follows you, follows you guys out to the uh, the top deck where the sun is getting a little bit lower on the uh, horizon. The sun's getting so real low, buddy. Sun's going down. Sun's getting real low. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, but should be still up for a, a while. And uh, Bull puts you down. Um, Ziegler on the ship. Uh, yes, Ziegler and the entire crew are on the ship. Can I find him real fast? Yep, he's up at the helm. Hey, buddy, what's hey. up? You find him leaning on the wheel, looking really bored now that he's, you know, you guys are kind of locked down and he can't go to the bar. And he looks at you, he's like, can we leave yet? No, listen, <laughs> um, number one, this is not a proposition for anything. I'm still not desperate enough. Uh, number two, do you know if there are any, like, underground, like, sailory societies or anything like that that might have, you have to, like, break something off of you or file down something off of you on your right side? It seems kind of extreme. I, you know, it um, seems kind of extreme, but I'm just noticing patterns. Uh, I mean, I've heard of sort of fraternities and brotherhoods of sailors that have tattoos, scarification, that kind of thing, but lopping something off sounds like a bad idea. Well, not like a hand or anything like that. Like a horn or a tooth or... Uh, there are, like, groups of minotaurs that, like, shear off pieces of horn. Yeah, usually in, like, a pattern. Was the harbor master a minotaur? Yes. Uh, is there... Do you know particularly what those groups would be of minotaurs or uh, well usually they're from down in garadel to thus they like shave their horn into a shape or like oh. take a piece off of it to create a flat side uh -huh. um it's usually doesn't affect the horn itself it's like artistic um okay. then of course there's like the caskers and the arbiters who have tattoos uh, uh, i'm aware uh yeah you should be yeah um Wait, did he know that I was a part of that, or I'm did I know sure that? in all this time he has figured it out, especially because okay. you have the tattoo on the back of your neck. All right, I kind of side eye him, but then I go on. Uh, he doesn't seem to care. I know he doesn't, but I don't like being figured out. Um, <laughs> even though Sylphie is really bad at hiding Anything. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, I I don't think that that's related, I guess, but oh well. I I guess I was just postulating, but... Fancy word. Thank you. It's in my word of the day uh, <laughs> calendar. Uh, oh, you mean those ones from Seeger Ray of Fear? Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I picked one up... Uh, uh, while we were traveling, and it's been very helpful. 
crazy because the printing press was only just invented. I know, right? It's perks of adventuring. All they're making um, is Bibles. Oh, God. Ugh. No. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, fun fact. The printing press in Atlaren uh, was originally used to print a newspaper in Constanos and to share uh, scientific research. So quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Quite. Uh, it is probably only just being used to print religious texts. It was created about three years ago. Cool. At this time. Follow the dawn, father. Fuck that. I know, I'm just making things up. Uh, okay. Well, the dawn, thanks, dude. You're welcome, bro. Peace out. And I walk away from him. <laughs> and you hear him behind you, like he like crosses his arms. He's like, God damn it, I like her. And he walks away. Yeah, well, um Uh Kit kinda walks out on the on the deck and up to Ziggler. Hi. And he looks down at you. Yeah. Uh I hand him twenty gold. And I'm like, here, this oh. should keep us for a minute. Um, we have stuff to take care of that's more important. Sylphie uh, comes back up, um, <laughs> like hearing the clinking of coins together. And I come back up and I go, uh, actually, since we can't leave anyway, I don't think we really need to pay. I walk and away. Ziegler, I leave the coins in his hand and I walk Ziegler away. Ziegler raises an eyebrow at you, Sylphie, and says you think some water people are going to stop me? What, you're just going to leave anyway? What happens when they shoot cannons at you or whatever? Do you see any of them with cannons? I have cannons. <sighs> well, there's got to be, like, some way they can stop Listen, you, right? I've been doing this for a long time. I know how to get out of harbors that say I can't leave. Well, aren't you special? All right, fine, whatever. I walk I away. Think so. <laughs> I walk away. Yeah. He still likes you. I know. Um, Shocker. You know what? Every episode, it just gets closer and closer to her being like, "I ah, want out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually, in, they're in just gonna bone. In a few weeks, when it's gonna be meaningless. Out, it will be. When you guys are out in like the long stretch to Anak Island, you're just gonna be like, "Fuck it, come here." I mean, we're gonna it have, is a long way. <laughs> we're going to have all this build up and it's going to last 30 seconds. And we're going to be yeah. like, cool. Literally 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Not in-game 30 seconds. No, like literally. Actual 30 seconds. <laughs> you don't give Ziegler enough credit. I mean, he is a hottie, so he probably does get a lot of tail, but... Tail? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. I know, it's just funny word. It's to hear he gets a lot of honeydew. <laughs> Gross. Um, Ew, anyway. what? I don't, don't know. Don't make food. Puns. No, just food. Yeah. He gets a lot of fried rice. He gets a lot of steak. I would not stick your dick in <laughs> Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> Good lord. I know this thing isn't rated for children, but Jesus Christ. I, it is explicit on all the podcast yep. things. Super I make explicit. Sure Dicks. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dungeons and dick jokes. Yep. 
that's basically what critical role is yeah. i think that's copyrighted it might be um so yeah so you guys make your way off the ship i assume yes yeah okay. i'm heading to the warden's guild all right uh theo and bull follow along with you um theo is on constant lookout for his brother uh, as you get to the warden's guild it is much busier than usual there are a uh, few wardens and uh, marshals outside and inside uh, most of the uh, scene has been cleaned up and any bodies taken away and at this point uh, several higher officers of the local wardens guild have gathered and they're sort of doling out orders from their headquarters as you guys approach um, Theo is recognized as like he looks like our guy uh and several of the wardens approach you at once um but bull like puts himself in front of theo you guys gonna do anything um uh actually i'm gonna have like i'm gonna stop before we like get too far in the building and i'm like i just thought of something i th think can you meet me somewhere after words? Or do you have sending spells to tell me where you're at? No. You have to okay. set a place. Um, okay. I'm going to Garen's. Because I missed something. Last time. Okay. Right I'll meet you at the blacksmith shop across the road. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. And I turn around and take off. Bye. Okay. Bye. Um, yeah, the, the remaining three of you approach, and the wardens move in to, like, try to arrest Theo, because they think he's Tamar. He looks a lot like his brother. Oh, no. Do no, he's not Tamar. He's not Tamar. Well, slow down. Wow. Yeah, and the wardens pause. They they have, You have been described to them. Mm -hmm. um, and they look at you as, like, who is this? This is Tamar's brother, who has nothing to do with what's going on. I have been with him the entire time. And uh, Bull pipes up. He's like, yeah, so have I. And um, don't don't touch him. Trying to be intimidated. You heard it not. straight from the bull's mouth. Don't mess Gee, with the bull or you get the horns. Oh, and boo. Bull looks at you. He's like, but I have tusks. Either way, it's just shh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what he said. Thank you. Uh, and then I like... The, the wardens, they, they let you by. Bring me bring me your Zed. He's inside. Can, oh, aren't we inside? I thought we were inside. I mean, you can. Where I'm walking inside. All right. Well, you head inside. Um, well, you head and, inside. Uh, inside. Uh, you head in. Uh, you see his desk has been cleaned up, and he's sitting at it still recovering uh speaking to other wardens other officers uh he's the he's not a high warden or marshal but he is the highest class here um highest rank uh so he's sort of doling out orders he sees you and looks up and says uh any anything you disappeared for half the day yeah i'm sorry i had to i had no spells left i had to rest um I am, but now I am, we are not at your service, but you are free to make requests of us. Well, wow. we're kind of at a loss here. Any suggestions? Um, yeah, Liz is the treasurer for Lord Tanris. 
We figured that out okay, in well, the last eight hours. I know you knew that, but like, where is Lord Tanris? Uh, as far as I know, he's still at home. Where's his estate? It's the biggest damn estate in town. You can okay. literally can't. Have you sent anybody there? He, he points you toward the east um, and says, yeah, we have a few uh, undercover people keeping an eye, mm. plain clothes, uh, but we can't just barge in there. We can't prove that he's actually part of this. What about Garen? We haven't seen him. Like he's not at home or like he disappeared? Uh, we, we tried to... Uh, Tried to contact him, tried to contact him at his home, uh, but he wasn't there. His family is, but he's not there. Is there... Sylphie was saying something really stupid, but is there, like, any secret societies here? Or any, like, underground rings of thieves and murderers? Uh, like the Caskers and the Arbiters? Nah, I'm talking more underground than that. They're too... They're too front of the front of front of the line, I guess. I mean, if there are, they're real good at hiding it. Mm. I I don't know. So Liz was the one that attacked you, right? I assume it was her. I couldn't see her face, but I think it was her. Any defining details? The only the reason I assume it's her is because she was about the same size. She completely covered herself. <laughs> That sounds fishy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Listen, young man, I've had a long day. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, You've been asleep all day. Yeah, I haven't slept since yesterday. I was up all night trying to catch your goddamn killer. Anyway. All right, well, are you going to be helpful or are you going to sit here and be a teenager with me? I'm going to be helpful if you ever give me anything to work with. That's why I'm asking you. What do you know? You're the one who figured this shit out. I told you everything. Alright, we'll get out there. Any idea where we should go? I don't know if you think Lord Tanners is involved. I'm giving you the permission of the Wardens to go snoop around. Just don't say it was me. Do I have non-explicit permission to do things if need be? Don't kill anybody. I can do Unless that. Unless they try to kill you. Of course. Would never. See ya. And he looks over. You hear him turn to one of his officers and say, get a couple body bags ready. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you head out with uh, Theo and Bull in tow. Sylphie. Uh, in this time, you've made your way over toward Garen's home. Uh, and you do see uh, in the front sort of garden, uh, you see that little halfling girl again, and she's picking a couple things out of the garden. Has she seen me yet? Uh, probably not. She's pretty okay. absorbed in her task. I'm you gonna, can make a stealth check if you would like. I'm just going to hide like down an alley somewhere um, real fast. Okay. Uh... Oh, wait, I have disadvantage. Fuck! No! No! <laughs> <laughs> <As an old laughs> I 
This chain mail is just not helping you. It's not. Well, I mean, it helps me not die, so I do appreciate that, but. We guys don't get in enough fights. I know. We need more fights. We should just start Mm. fighting things. Murder hobos? (laughs) Murder hobos. Okay. No. Stealth check. Uh, It was an 11. Okay. You place yourself in a uh, alleyway across from the uh, merchant's house. And you see this little halfling girl picking stuff and putting it in a basket. She I... has a she has a little Dalmatian dog with her. Oh. Uh, my neighbor actually, who who lives across the street, has a Dalmatian. He's very cute. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. Never mind. Um, <laughs> cool story, bro. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast disguise self. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make myself look like a pretty, like, um, like a little, a little tiny wayfish girl, like, kind of like the, um, oh, wait, you, you keep sizes, right? Like, I can't, okay, shit, I can't do that then. I mean, technically, you can be something like much taller than yourself. I want to be much shorter. You can do that, Um, but if anybody like touches you, they will begin to see that the illusion is okay. Correct. I guess I'll try that. I'm gonna try and look like a little like wayfish girl, kind of like the uh, um, what's her butt from Les Mis, Cosette Cosette. from Les Mis, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'll just walk out. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I prefer Uh, Ebenine, but okay. Yeah, well. No, that was for, that was for that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll walk out and go, pardon me, lady. (laughs) I'm Uh, so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Would you please spare me a glass of water? (laughs) Oh my god. Is this is this gonna turn into like Critical Role's telephone where they just like splash water on you and you turn them into a demon? Yep. Um Okay. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, you you wander up to the to the gate. Like how tall are you? Um I wouldn't say I'm like too awfully short. I would say like I'm trying to look like 10 or 11 so like are you elven or human uh human or in between we'll do human okay so you'd probably be like four feet ish yeah sure four and a half i don't know how tall 10 year old 10 year olds are um but yeah or how tall was i when i was 10 yeah this is probably like four and a half four and a half five feet Um, yeah yeah, you wander up to the uh, to the gate, and this this halfling girl who she's she's mostly grown for a halfling, so she tops out at like three feet at most. Um, but she's like fifteen looking or so. Uh, she looks up from the garden and she sees you. And she's like, "Can can I help you?" Yes, I'm so thirsty and oh, so, so hungry. Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if yeah. you could please spare me some food and water. <laughs> and I'll grant you a wish. <laughs> I don't know if 
that part, but I I sure Madame would love Marquita it. Makita Bacardi. Yes. Madame Makita Bacardi. Bacardi, yeah. Makita Bacardi. <laughs> um she uh she looks out at you and make a make a this... persuasion check. Oh, this is a hardcore deception. deception. Yeah, make a deception. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. oh god. Oh god. I mean I have... Oh god. I have good uh deception it is a fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. She nods to you. She's like, um, well, one, one second. And she sets her basket down and she runs inside. I, I kind of like get a little chit like, oh, it's so cold out here. It's so cold in midsummer. (laughs) It's the hottest part of summer. And I kind of like. got the death oh, chills God. if if only i could come in and warm myself by a nice fire she says to no one oh, standing there alone <laughs> i'm gonna give her advantage on that insight because of that shit all right um she eventually does come back out with like uh, a big like jug of water and brings it to you Please, please, I would love to just sit inside and in the fire. Not not in the fire. (laughs) That'd be Uh, harmful, but by the fire. uh, She kind of looks at you a little confused that you are cold again at high summer. Um, But in... (laughs) God damn it. Um, And at the door, you see a... uh, a uh, half-orc woman uh, step up, Shit, and she's got so. this oh, no. long, dark hair uh, and sort of a nice, like, sundress, because it's hot as fuck. Um, and she glances out, and she says, Honey, what's happening? And she sees you, and she says, Oh, no. And she comes and, like, steps down <laughs> the stairs and opens up the gate, and she just like throws an arm around you. She's like, "Come in." Come uh, no, I I step back uh, before she can do that. Back. Mom powers activate. Make a dexterity save. <laughs> oh, no, don't touch me. I'm contagious. Oh, fuck me in the. That's a five. It was a nat one, but it was a five altogether. Well, for wait, what'd you get? It was a natural one, and altogether, it's five. Okay. Um, I rolled a natural one for her to notice, and her total is less than five. <gasps> so yes! you like pull away after she touches you. She doesn't realize, and she's like, "Well, come, come in, come in." Thank you. <laughs> she Thank like you so holds much. the door open for you, and you're like, "Holy <laughs> fuck, it worked!" Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, she shows you inside and uh, brings you into the sort of dining room area uh, next to the uh, next to not the fireplace but there's like a a range stove in the kitchen so the oh sorry I'm just making sure so the amulet that I detected earlier was that you said it was on top of the mantle 
the mantle of the fireplace, right? Yes. Okay. Um, she brings you to the room. The kitchen and dining room are attached. Mm-hmm. So there's the, the fireplace against the back wall and the dining table. And then there's a counter island uh, <laughs> sort of off to the right. And then the kitchen where she brings you near to the range stove because it's actually hot over there. She's like, I, you must be terribly sick if you're cold in this weather. And she like sits you down next to the stove. Oh, could I, could I please go sit next to the fireplace? It reminds me of when my family actually owned a home. Oh, God. Make another another deception check with advantage. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Oh, this dice fucking blows today. Oh, that was a nat 20. It's a 28. Yeah. She she just gets this look on her face like, oh, poor darling. And she, she brings you over to the fireplace. She's like, is it warm enough over here? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and she, she like brings over, having noticed you didn't like to be touched, she like brings a blanket over to you and sets it aside. Um, could and could she, I have something to eat, please? She's like, of course, of course. We were just making just making dinner and she says it, it'll be a little while but that's okay and she goes back into the kitchen she's like looking at you every so often but she gets back into cooking um you do notice in the house other than the halfling girl uh there are a few uh children running around half orc um and then a couple of halfling kids who look like they're related um you can safely assume that these halfling kids were adopted mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah, you are pretty much left to your own, okay. as the the woman like tells her children, like leave her be, leave her be. She's she seems like she's sick. Just let her sit. I'm going to as soon as I know somebody is like not watching me, I'm going to um, go up to the mantle place and look at that amulet and do like an Arcana check on it. To uh, see. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can use Arcana, history, or religion. Ooh, what am I best at? They're all the same. Great. So I guess I'll do Arcana. Arcana, okay. Oh, God. I, I'm putting that dice away. Uh, it was an eight. Eight? Yeah. Um, so you already know that this amulet is hallowed. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at it, um, You've seen the patterns on it before. You guys had a second to glance at it where it has this sort of fog pattern going over it with a comet shooting down the center. Um, Looking over it, you don't recognize any magical symbols about it, just the hallow. Okay. I'm pocketing it and I'm getting the hell out of that house. Okay, make a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. That is a 24. Consecrated. That's the correct word. A what? A 24. Okay. Um, and now make a stealth check. Unless you're just running. Mm. I'll try to stealth out of there. Okay. Uh, that's a 9. A nine? Okay. So you make it to about the archway of the <laughs> dining room 
when the the woman looks over and sees you she's like do you need something dear oh i was just wondering if i could have another glass of water please of course and she goes over to a tap in the kitchen where now i'm running one of the pump ones (laughs) okay so you just take off um she turned away she doesn't see you run um (laughs) but uh yeah you bolt out of there and make your way out into the street uh as soon as i'm like a good i'm gonna duck back down another alley and i'm gonna drop the disguise self all right on me the joy of disguise self that you can take it off yep uh, yeah, you duck down an alley and uh, drop it, and by the time you come back out into a street, you are Sylphie. Okay. Uh, well, I'm. I think I'm going to wait in the alley by the blacksmith shop for Kit. Um, okay. And I guess just kind of look at the amulet and see, kind of just like math things flying by my <laughs> face. Like, what could it be? What's this? Uh, What's this? Yeah. I mean, with the checks you've made, you have no idea. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's why I'm just like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> uh, after probably five minutes or so, uh, you hear from behind you, <laughs> and you uh, see the little blue kobold was coming down the alleyway, and he's just like, oh, hi, just hanging out. Don't worry about me. It's fine. Do you remember me? Did you I find was, the thief? Oh, not... N- well, kind of. Um, it's a long story, but we're working on it. It's fine. Because Dad's really sad. I know. I know. Uh, sorry. We're working as fast as we can. Um, we'll get you your stuff back, I promise. <laughs> and at the same time, you hear another little little lizard puppy voice go... River? River, who are you talking to? And you see one of the kobolds you haven't talked to yet, the uh, little black-scaled one, sticks his head around the corner, sees you, kind of narrows his eyes, like, suspiciously. Um, He's sort of like the mid-sized one, um, and he pokes his head out, looks at you, swivels it around a little bit, comes out and, like, retrieves the blue one and like backs away back around the corner. <laughs> Kobolds are so weird. Yeah. <laughs> um but eventually as you're still waiting for Kit, you can hear all the kobolds chattering. They all know you're here now. Yeah. Um and the red one who you've heard referred to as Riz, uh he steps around the corner much more confidently. He's he's the smart one. Um and the big one. <laughs> uh and he he comes around the corner just right up to you. And he says, so, did you find it? Not yet. I mean, sort of. It's it's a work in progress. And you see four other different colored kobold heads pop out from behind a corner. I'm going to tell you all the same things. <laughs> yeah. So. And Riz looks back at all of them. He's like, go away. I've got this. And they all and pull back. Uh, and eventually you see them still like like peeking an eye around like as Riz is trying to talk to you and he can see them uh, and eventually the furbolg head pokes out and he's like what's um what's going on just hanging out okay 
come on kids and he like pulls them all back and Riz looks up at you he's like are you gonna be skulking around here for a long time it's kind of creepy I'm just meeting someone here okay well who the other person who's been helping me catch this thief oh the dog boy yes oh my god just be cool okay why can't you all just be cool um we don't really do cool yeah i picked that up we're naturally suspicious okay well don't be suspicious suspicious. no don't be suspicious suspicious. no we're not doing that we're not doing no stop stop. (laughs) no no we're not doing that don't be suspicious Um, God damn it. Don't Shut be suspicious. Uh, he, don't but he says, yeah, except for dad. Dad isn't suspicious. Okay, well, I, I've i been really upfront with what I'm trying to do here. I'm not, like, doing anything. We're trying to catch this thief. Yeah, We're close. Being upfront and honest is the best, is the best, uh, best cover for a thief. Okay, well, you know, that's he is the not smart a horrible one. He is. <laughs> that's not a horrible idea. But I'm not. I you can ask any of the wardens that come there's going to be some wardens coming by here. So if you want to ask them any questions, they I will they will tell you the same thing. Okay. Goodbye. And he yeah, he goes back to the shop. Eventually, I assume Kit you do Yes. Okay. So- just a bunch of, just a bunch of people, real not stealthy at all, go piling into an alleyway. Hey. Okay. We here. Hi. We're here. Hello. Um, Hi. Hello. So- Hello. How are- oh, I Hi. did it to you. You do oh, no. every single time. Hi. 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 How are you? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> every time. Anyway. Okay, I take out the amulet and yes. I go, I don't know if you can decipher what this is. This was on uh, Garen's mantle. You went into their uh, house? Yeah, I used, you know, my charms and wit and whatever. Um, Did you get caught? No. Surprising. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, I couldn't figure out what it is. It seems kind of familiar, but I'm not 100% sure what it is. Um, <clears throat> I know that it's uh, hallowed. Get consecrated. But yeah, yeah, whatever. My my whale mom abilities uh, let me know that it's something. My whale so, mom abilities. Would yeah. you like me to take a look at it? Yes, please. I'm going to cast Guidance! Ow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that hurt. That sounded like it, it hurt. It kind of hurt a little. I forgot there's bear flesh right there. <laughs> My bear flesh. Oh, yeah, there's like a handprint. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Jeez. Uh, well, I just got a little excited. Uh, plus, I'm kind of sunburned. Really into- um, okay. Oh, no. So- uh, you can use Arcana, Religion, or History. Okay. Guidance. Oh, I'm doing Religion. Okay. 19. 19. You do recognize the comet symbol specifically. Hell yeah, I do. 
it is the symbol of the lost goddess Senna. This is the symbol of the lost goddess Senna. Uh, don't repeat everything. <laughs> oh, come on. I love this. <laughs> Good God. I'm much less tolerant than Matthew Mercer. Um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, Senna was a Balin goddess, uh, the the old gods. Senna was a Balin goddess of the old gods. There's she like an was... echo down the alley. It's weird. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Senna was a bad <laughs> um, god. She's not a bad god. She's an old she's god. A, Actually, she's a she old god. She was one of the so favorite uh, goddesses. Uh, uh, the goddess at Lauren's sister mm. um, and she was the goddess of mystery and knowledge Ooh. Um, she was often called the grey lady the lady of the mist things things like that fog and comets and like mysterious things were sort of her area um, she was according according to the Balin legends, which Kit would be very familiar with mm. because you follow Savros, who is Senna's brother-in-law because Raula, Savros' uh, husband, is her brother. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, I know what a brother-in-law is. Well, no, I just wanted to make sure you understood the tree. Um, uh, draw brother, me a picture someday. Senna's brother is Raulus. The okay. god of merchants and trade and sailors. Okay. Rallus is Savros's husband. Yes. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> brother-in-law. The tree. Yes, indeed. There's a whole family tree. I'll show it to I you. I bet. Does it look more like uh, a bush? Or is it like a twig? <laughs> like one twig? It's it's an actual tree. Oh. Wow. Yeah. All the, all the Balin gods are related in some way, but there is a family tree coming off of them. Gotcha. Um, either by blood or marriage, whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, Senna is was this very beloved uh, goddess. She was sort of the saving grace of ancient peoples who are still learning how to live in this world and thrive. Um, she would help them discover the mysteries of the world that they had arrived in, and uh, she and two of her children were destroyed by her son uh, according to these stories uh, her son killed his two siblings and then lured her to the material plane and uh, killed her there's some debate about whether or not she was completely destroyed um, and the name the grey lady stuck with her as people thought she now resides in the material plane as a ghost mm. um that was before the dissolution when the divine gate was sealed um so if she is in the material or if she was in the material plane she still is uh but nobody has heard from her since um worship of her has dried up pretty much everywhere but amnoblin so it is very very weird to see somebody carrying around a symbol of senna um, but yeah, like I said, she was one of the former favorites and also a representative of the Malandrada people who helped the people that came to this world, uh, acclimate to it. So she's very important, but she's gone. Okay. I relay all of that almost word for word, um, sure. for brevity. 
Almost. And almost. And I say this is kind of odd that they would be worshiping basically a dead god. So or a ghost I god. Was, I was thinking that maybe if they are worshiping this dead god or whatever maybe they are part of a society of some kind or some sort of underground group because it's Garen and Tanris and Liz have to be like involved with each other of some kind right mm. um and so if they're part of this like group that's worshiping this god maybe this god needs a lot of offerings and so in order to get these offerings maybe they would need to take i mean they're all kind of not rich i guess but you know lord tanris certainly is but I, you think I don't know that they're stealing money to give to a god maybe possibly and then they're making Tomar uh, kit I was throwing there as part of that mm -hmm. um, Senna the 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 from what you know about her um, she was not a god that you gave sacrifices to um, she was the sort that you would bring a book to one of her temples and donate it. Mm. She was a goddess of sharing knowledge. So I don't, if they're, if it's this god they're working with, I mean if they were stealing library books, that would make sense. But yes. she's not, she's like a library goddess not like a banker goddess. Mm. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I, I think somebody needs this money and yeah. I don't see the reason. I do think they're involved in something, mm -hmm. and it has something to do with that. I think Tomar was Tomar was just a scapegoat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I don't. That also makes me wonder if they wanted him to get caught. Was Garen going I to mean, somehow obviously. steal the pocket? Or the hole? The hole in a pocket? The pocket hole? The, the hole you can take places and put it on the ground? That does make me wonder if maybe there's somebody in the Warden's Guild? I mean, they almost that killed... That be working? They almost killed Zed, so I don't think it's him. Almost? Well, yeah, he was... He was... It was bad. Um, okay. And they almost killed Tamar, too. And actually, I, bar well, I barely saved Tamar. If they killed Tamar, then it's like there's nobody to testify, right? Yeah. You know, there's that makes nobody sense. to. I couldn't cast Zone of Truth and be like, okay, what happened? Mm -hmm. You know? That makes sense. I'm just. I don't think it's Zed, at least. And they killed the other deputy. I suppose it could be somebody else, but my first be. guess is that Garen thought this was going to go a lot easier and he'd just swing by and pick up the evidence without them knowing. Yeah. I'm also, I also haven't cleared the Harbor Master either. I think there's something up with him. Do you? Uh, I thought he was just kind of an asshole. I mean, he is, but I don't know. Hmm. I just, 
There's players in this, you know. There's, there's, there's treachery afoot. Moving pieces. Will you both please make me a perception check? Perception oh, check. Perception check. <laughs> Carol Channing here. Perception. Well, hey. I'm gonna make a perception check. Oh my god, it's 11. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, 12. Wow. Continue. Oh god. Okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think a good place to start. You already went to Garen's house. Did yeah, you ask well, just, where he is? No, I. So I kind of was a little sneaky. Um, Shocker. Yeah. So I didn't really get to interrogate anybody. I just kind of went in for the uh, amulet and came like ran out. So. I think it might be a good idea to go to Lord Tanris's estate and break yeah, in. Yeah, I think that would be... A, we could run a con of sorts with one of us talking to Lord Tanris and seeing what he says, but then the other one breaks in and snoops around and see if what he says matches up with what we find. That's not a bad idea. I could get us all just in to begin with. That wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wardens did say that there's a couple people posted incognito around Tanris's estate. Uh, okay. Liz told me he was on vacation, but he's still here. So I don't hmm. know if he's like doing a staycation or. Or if she was or lying. Or she's fucking lying because she almost killed everybody. Yeah. I think that's a definite possibility. Probably, that's a definite maybe. Um, is uh, is what's his nuts here? The fear bulb. Oh, Ren. Yeah, Ren. Uh, He's in in the shop. Okay. Hey, Ren. Hey, Ren. 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 There's no answer. Ren. 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 Hey, Ren. Ren. <laughs> There's no answer. <laughs> yeah, we gave it a shot. Yeah, well. We should go talk to him now uh, for a second. He might have some inherent fearbulg magic that he can use to keep an eye on Garen. Well, and just let us know if Garen shows up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go talk to Ren. Would you both please make me a dexterity saving throw? Oh, no! perception check. Oh, no! Uh, 17. Eight. Hold on, let me get out my battle pad. No, not battle. Is there a map? <clears throat> oh, fuck. There's yeah, you got to make map. That's why we have the roll 20 on the line. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I did not prepare a map. You can um, just make something real quick, just as long as we can see our icons. Okay. Just do some dirt in an alleyway. I'll, I'll use the road map. That'll work. Um, the road map. The, the actual road map. map. The map uh, that is a road, the road map. Grab your dudes. Uh, this episode of Atlar and Adventuring Company brought to you by us. <laughs> us. If you want to get really annoyed, just listen to, to us. us. That's not good. <laughs> All right. 
if you love to listen, listen to us. <laughs> we're very good talkers if you're very good listeners. I mean, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> we're very good talkers if you're very good listeners. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So. <clears throat> Give us a I'm little gonna... zoom here. Who's Thap? Oh, it's Theo. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna throw in a. Uh... It was really small. I couldn't read it. I don't have my glasses on because my ring light does a weird reflection. I don't want to look silly. Get contacts, yo. That's what I'm doing. I'll get contacts as soon as I go to the op ops to mon the the optometrist. That's what it's called. Were you going to say obstetrician? I was going to say the obstetrician, but I know that's not it. You're not having a baby. No, not yet. No. Not yet. The technology is um, almost there. The tech, they, we have, we can build it. <laughs> um, okay. So the, um, you guys are in this alleyway. Uh, uh, why is it dark? Oh, you put those there. Okay, you put those there. I was looking at the screen and I was like, why is everything glitching out? <laughs> no. Um, I feel like this map always makes me feel like we're in Winnie the Pooh land. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're just going to throw a few people. And, uh, a few? <laughs> Not a few. <laughs> That's more than a few, Taylor. Oh, that's that's several. That's, that's several. Several. <laughs> that's more right. than a few. That's a that's a good handful right there. That's a that's a solid smattering of shit. <laughs> Jesus. Toe fuck that. Excuse my slowness. I'm still. Nah, you're good. There. Don't worry. We're. We're spitballing. We're doing stuff. Yeah. We're going to go on break after this anyway, so. Yes, we are. Yes, What's we are. What's the deal um, with um, airplane so food? You guys oh, my are God. actually, like, a bit back here. Kit and okay. Sophie, you guys are talking, so you're next to each other. Bull's a little further forward. Um, Theo is a little further back. They're keeping an eye on corners. Um, the front of the blacksmith shop is up here. And then other other things there so these guys are actually gonna be oh can't see if they are here these guys are gonna be here watching the bowl and uh everybody roll initiative oh god hang on i can't see you guys there we go okay and i'm sorry what were your dexterity saves 17. 17. eight okay so Kit is okay. Um, Kit is okay. Sophie, uh, Kit, you see it coming in time to Hell sort yeah. of dodge out of the way. But Sylphie, you just get pelted with just a, just a huge bag is dropped on you full of heavy shit. Um, a bag? You're going to take... Um, six bludgeoning damage from being dropped on by a bag of rocks. At least it wasn't Ow. boiling oil. <laughs> Ow! Well, yeah. You would have <laughs> smelled it coming if it was boiling oil. But yeah, True. Uh, initiative. Uh, mine was an unnatural 20. 
three. Clerics always go last. It's okay. Good thing I'm the tank for the group. <laughs> I'm getting more tanky. Yeah, Sylphie can't hit anything. We don't know what Bull does. Bull will just talk I'm him like to death. Paladin level two now. Wow. Look at me. Look, right? look at okay. you. Who would have thought? Well, started from the bottom. We now we're here. This, before we start off this battle, mm -hmm. let's take a break. Probably a good idea. Take a break. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back in about 10 minutes, everybody. And uh, if you could please mute your microphones, I'll go ahead and switch us to the be right back. All right. See you. Bye. And we're back. Boy. Oh, Time boy. to do some fighting. Oh, Time. Wow. Ha-ha! Huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, you guys. For God's sake. What? That's my attack noise. <laughs> Versus your running noise, which is. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, you guys are currently in the alleyway next to the blacksmith shop. And uh, you have been snuck up upon by a number of unknown assailants. Uh, just to give you a quick idea before Sophie starts us off, uh, the people on the roofs, you guys can currently only see a couple of them. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they are all wearing uh, dark cloaks, uh, dark gray cloaks with masks similar to the uh, strange tribal ones that uh, Tamar was described to have worn uh, when thieving. Oh, it's so, the Thieves Guild. Uh, the Thieves. Okay. If you would like to start us off. Yeah, man, we make the best music. That's our. That'll be our next channel. I was doing an actual Final Fantasy fighting song. I was doing a real one for a second, and then Alicia like came in with 007 or something. Yeah, it was Mission Impossible. I think. I think. I don't know. Um, what are you going to do? Which two can I see? Uh, from your perspective, you can see these two. Those guys? Uh, but okay. you cannot see the one in the back. So, I am going to fuck these dudes up, hopefully. Um, <clears throat> are they on top of the building? Yes. Ah. Uh, they're about... Um, the guys on the blacksmith shop are two stories above you guys. The ones uh, across are about one story up. Gotcha. Okay, so, so... 10 and 20 feet, respectively. Okay, so the dudes that I can see, they're within 60 feet, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to cast Shatter. Um, I'm going to do it right here. Uh, so that I know that I can't see that guy, but um, since it's like right in the middle of these two, I figure I can still do that. Yeah, I'll um, probably hit him too. Yeah, so I'm going to cast Shatter. Everyone needs to make a constitution save. Excuse my eating. I needed a snack. You good. How dare you. How dare you. 
How very <laughs> dare you. How very dare you. <clears throat> uh, natural one. Natural okay, six, so no six. Natural two. Yep, not gonna do it. All failures. <laughs> In life and attacking. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 14 points of thunder damage! Okay. All three of them. Uh, and then... Oh, am I gonna... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ow. What are my bonus sections? Oh! Oh, as a... I don't know if anybody heard my neck pop while over the I mic. heard you go out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was my neck pop. Uh-huh, I'm alive. Uh, as a bonus, b- bonus action. Burnish. Burnish. Um, I'm Hot going shingles, to. Hot shingles, you say. Oh. Uh, I'm going to cast healing word on myself. Okay. Uh... Are you not full health? No, nope, I got hit got by the. Oh, by the duh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then I will restore myself to full hit points. Over the break, I lost all my memories. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Right. And then, do I want to move? Uh, I guess I will move like over here so that I can hide from those dudes. A little bit. Which then gives you a view of this guy, Mr. Cloak D. Fucking cool. Mr. Cloak D. This guy over here. Mr. Cloak E. F. Hold on, I'm. Oh, actually, I think I can only move this far with my movement. You can move 30 feet. Yeah. And you can move sideways too. You can move angular. You're like a Five, bishop on a 10, chess page. 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, so I can only get, like, here. Ah. And you can move through your allies. Freely. Well, I didn't go that way, so oh, okay. it didn't really matter. So I guess I can go, like, right there. Alrighty, then. Cool. That's Next it. Next up is the wonderful bull. Uh, who uh, he also got dropped on by Bagarox. He and Theo <gasps> both did. Oh. Um, thankfully, Bull dodged. Theo, oh god, did not. Nope. Uh, oh no, my pen. Fuck it. I'll get it later. Because um, if I try to move, I will destroy my entire setup here. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yes, bull, bull's good. Theo got a little, a little smushed. Uh, but bull, upon seeing his allies get attacked, looks up and he manages to see Mr. F right here. Mr. F. And bull, sort of, you hear him start to like breathe heavily and then give this like, and he just takes a flying leap at the side of the building. I would like to rage. 
Bullwood both like to and has rage. <laughs> I would like to uh, rush takes a flying leap at the side of the building, gets up to the top. Oh. And he, being that that's pretty much an action for him, he just stands menacingly in this guy's face. Um, and now he has a full view of everybody on the rooftops. And he looks down at you guys and just yells out, there's seven of them. So you guys are now aware that there are more than what you can see. Hmm. Um, Attacker's turn. So let's just go down the line. Mr. A is going to jump down to get after after Theo. Mr. B. Oh. Oh. Surround me. Come for me, bitches. (laughs) surround me daddies oh my god I (laughs) did not say that I did but that would be something I would say (laughs) okay so Theo is going to take two hits um is this even visible on the stream yeah it seems pretty okay yeah I fix I I am taking care of it I'm just being certain. I Blake. am super certain. Okay. He's going to take two... Well, one hit. Um, should take another four. Uh, Kit, you have three on you. What's your AC? Oh, God. 16. All right, so two hits. Okay, okay. I knew I should have That's gonna cast be Shield of Faith instead of Seven and six, so total of 13 damage from short swords as they short swords. jump down swords. around you. You managed to dodge out of the way of one of them, but the other two just bring their swords down on you. You said total of 13? Total of 13. Perfect. Uh, Mr. Cloak G fires across at Bulwark as Mr. F is attacking him. Okay. Uh, Bull with rage. That's half damage. (laughs) So not very much at all. Just two cents. That'll bring us to Theo, who is himself not really that much of a fighter so he's already looking a little rough um but uh using his advantage thanks to kit being across from him he's going to attack uh mr cloak d and get his sneaky damage sneaky whoopsie uh perfect oh wait no those are daggers wait no he has a short sword Um, and with, he hasn't already taken any damage, so he's gonna take, wow, that's quite a bit, actually, for a rogue. Alright, um, yeah, he just turns around, he's faced with the, the guy that, um, uh, Sylphie already cast Shatter and hit him, and he turns and he just lands his short sword in the, sort of the upper back of this guy facing, uh, who's sort of trying to face Kit and him at the same time. And uh, just rips a huge sway through the the back of his neck, but he's not quite dead yet. 
Um, that brings us to you, kid. Yes, I'm ready. All right. I bonus action shift. So I am more doggy than before. Super dog. Super boy. dog boy. <laughs> uh, and then I cast Spirit Guardians. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, that's right. Get up on me, bitches. <laughs> and I I yell to Theo and to Sylvia, be like, keep them close. Yeah. Does your voice change when you go into shifter? Yes. Or is it... Keep them close. Keep <laughs> them close. Your deep uh, voice okay. is hilarious. I love your deep voice. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll get all them. All of them. Bastards. All of them. All of them. Wait, hold on. It's a 15-foot radius? 15-foot, uh, yeah. So it should hit everybody. Everybody's within 15 feet of me. 15-foot um, radius. Yes, 15 feet all the way around. So it'll it'll get everybody in the immediate square around you, but not Mr. A. Hang on, let me look at it. See what it says. Because it's 15 feet across. Let me let me look at it. Oh boy. Spirit guardians. Because um, D D doesn't work in diameters; it works in radius. Well, that's dumb. Um, so it's the immediate they circle around you. They flit around you to a distance of 15 feet. Oh fuck. All right, so 15 feet, that is a diameter spell. Yeah, it Fuck. sure is. All righty, well, hold on. Thick, it's a thick spell with two it's C's. Thick boy. thick boy spell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it from now on, thick boy spell. Thick boy spell, Uh-huh. Yeah. 17 C's. <laughs> Damn, boy. Damn, boy, he's Damn. thick. He's thick. <laughs> he chunky. Um, he chunk. <laughs> um, all right. Well, everybody's about to die. Um, well, all right. So, uh, so on your on their turns, it's when they take damage, correct? Uh, yes, and they are teeny tiny spiritual coyotes all the way around me, just yipping a storm up. Jesus. That, yeah. I don't know, okay? That sounded like... I tried. I was trying to make it cute. You made it demonic. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anybody who's watching, I'm so sorry. Uh, I take no responsibility. Um, In case anybody things. wonders, I live completely alone, and all I do is just make noises all day, so I'm fine. Yeah, I can attest. Mm, uh -huh. mm -hmm. Anyway... Um, <laughs> That's the noise they make when they attack. <laughs> Your neighbors must be so confused. I mean, to be fair, they slam the doors constantly, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, anything else you're going to do? You can... Oh, I'm going to stand there and look real fucking proud of myself. Okay, uh, that brings us back around to the top of the order. Sylphie. Okay, I am going to cast Bless. Oh, thanks. On uh, wait, up to on, three. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, well, I can't reach Bull, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so it'll just have to be Theo and Kit. You can also cast it on yourself. Oh, I'll do that. Three creatures of your choice within range. You need to be within thirty feet of them. Cool. I'll do it. To so me you too. Need to, you need to move a little closer. F to go to who? Should be able to reach Theo. Yeah. 
25. Oh, oh, you have no, to move one to get... square. All right. One. There. There you, there you go. Now I'm going to cast Bless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you cast Bless on the three of you. Yep. Which, uh, you get an extra d4 for attack rolls. Or saving Sweet. throws. Or, th- or saving throws. Yep. And um, then, as a bonus a action, I would like to cast Shield of Faith on Kit. Oh, thank you. Plus two You're to welcome. my AC. C. I am almost out of first level spells. Yeah, you're a paladin. Yahoo. I know. Uh, and then... Keep in mind that your paladin spell slots are separate from your bard spell slots. They are? Yes. Oh. Oh. D&D Beyond does not make that clear. Oh, hold on. Let me double check. I have no idea. I've never dual classed. I have... I have... All together, I have four first level, three second level, and two third level. Damn. Yeah. You have almost as many as I do. Yeah. Gonna fill this dead air with some talking. Talk, 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 those fucking coyotes are everywhere. God. It sounds like they're yes. dying. Um, I mean. They, they are separate technically. Okay, so here, here's the idea. Is that with your, uh, with your bard spells, if paladins can't cast them, you cannot use a paladin spell slot on them. Um, but you can use a paladin sl- spell slot on a bard spell if they both can and you have the level for it. Ah, that makes sense. But on the other hand, if you're a higher level bard, you cannot use a third level bard spell slot on a paladin uh, only spell. Does that make sense? And you can't use a bard spell slot to make a paladin spell more powerful unless they can cast it too. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm casting Bless at first level, so I'm assuming I can still cast it uh well you're a paladin yeah yeah uh and then shield of faith is also is also paladin paladin. thing so yeah um okay just making sure i'm doing okay so far so um but yeah all all i'm saying is that you could not use like a third level bard spell slot for bless to give more people bless Okay. Yeah, because bards can't cast this spell. Right. Only clerics and paladins. Okay. Break out your pen and paper. All right, so. I don't like pen and paper. D&D Beyond is supposed to make it easy. But pen and paper is so good for all the other stuff. Plus it's so Uh, good for your arthritis. Not all the trees. Both. Both is next. Both turn. Um, up on the rooftop. Click, click, click. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I already saw it coming. I already saw it coming. Uh, you guys... Uh, that song stuck in my head you now. Have a, you have enough of an angle to be able to see Bull, but maybe not the guy he's attacking. Yeah. You guys watch as he... And I'm just... This is just going to be a flavor barbarian Ooh, attack. But flavor town. He, he pulls out 
uh, you've seen him carry this giant ass hammer around. Um, he pulls out his maul and he reaches out and just hooks it behind this guy and full on like, what's, what's it called? Uh, when they do the backwards, like drop on their head in wrestling. No um, idea. Is it called a DDT? A pile driver. Pile driver. I'm no, way too gay for this. I do not use me as a source. I don't know. Well, I Taylor knew that. not to ask me. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I know a little bit about wrestling, but anyway, he uh takes him and just flips him backwards as part of his attack, like off the building. Um, yeah. Nice. Hot. Let's see if it works. So the attack. It's not really an attack, it's more of a grapple, but, uh, yep, that'll work, and then, yep, so you see him lock his arms around this guy with his hammer and just flip him off the building. Uh, the guy goes soaring over Bull's head, (gasps) hits the side of the opposite building, and falls to the ground. Wow. Jesus. Way to go, Bull! So much for well, that Rajay. You wanted to put him on the same footing as the rest of you. Yeah. I, Huck I like it. I approve. <laughs> so it's not a ton of damage, but at least gets him down to ground level. And then Bull is going to take the rest of his... Uh, he's going to take his movement to jump down. And go up to the dude. Can you imagine if someone chucked you off a roof and you hit a wall and then you wake up and look up and they're standing over you? Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then imagine if that person was like a huge furry bugbear. Right. With two furs. Suplex. That's what it's called. Okay. Where uh, you grab them and drop them on their head behind you. Um, cool. Yeah. The more you anyway. know. Anyway. DDT is something completely different with the arm, I think. Um, anyway. You'd be surprised how often video games and wrestling coincide. Uh, that'll be Bull's turn. Uh, it'll be the attacker's. So it's the attacker's turn. It's yes. the attacker's turn. Oh fuck! Uh, okay, my spell. Um, 3d8 radiant damage, 14 radiant damage. Okay, hold on. They need to roll a thing, don't they? No. Uh, yes, yes. they do. Sorry. Save. Yes, they do. <laughs> a wisdom save. Okay. I'm really, I play this all the time. What are we playing again? <laughs> They'll fail. All right. Ah, 14, 14 radiant damage. damage. All to right. everybody in the club getting yipped. Everybody in the club get yippy. So I am the best coyote. Yeah, that's gonna drop uh, four of Holy them right on the Holy fuck! Spot. That's right. Spiritual lawnmower. Spiritual lawnmower. Yeah. That was me. That was my thing. Oh, I know it was. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna take full credit for that. Fucking. You're, All right. You're welcome. That's gonna be a T-shirt one day. Spiritual lawnmower. Spiritual lawnmower. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so you drop four of them immediately, and the last guy standing, who is not being shredded by ethereal coyotes, he does get he does get bitten quite a bit, but he just like stands there looking at all his dead friends and looking at you looking like, at all his dead friends. You you can see through the slits in his mask that his eyes are like super wide. That's right. Um, Rotten motherfucker. With that, he's going to bonus action disengage. Oh. Uh, and take off. What direct? Oh no! I'm getting an opportunity no, to attack on that. No, you do not, because he dodges between you guys. There is a space between you guys. There ah, is. Um, so he's starting here. He drops down to boo. Five, six. Uh, action dash. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. What a weasley little shit. Oh, he's never gonna make it out. Bull's gonna wreck his shop. A bull doesn't have to wreck anything. I can reach him. Oh, See that's true. I could too. Uh, comes running through as well. Two, three, four, five, six. Um, uh, he's going to. Hold on. Bonus action, bonus action dash as well because he's also a rogue. Um, so he's gonna get all the way there, and <clears throat> he's gonna huck a dagger at him. Huck! A huck. Hit. Does not get sneak attack, so that's three damage. He's still standing. <clears throat> hit. Your turn. Oh boy, what should I do? Can I see Cloak G? No, you have no idea he's there. Mm. Alright. Well, you have an idea that he's there, but you have no idea where. Ah. So I am going to. I'm going to take off. One, two, three, four, five, six. To run right, right there. And yeah. I am going to reach out towards Cloak E and. Guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. Ah. Cute. Thank ah. you. Ah. Um. Ah. I know. I'm just. I'm clicking on the spell because I know you want me to know my spells, so I'm knowing my spells. Yes. Ah. 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 Okay. Range spell attack. Oh fuck. He's he's fucked. Um. That's uh. That's twenty three. Yep, that'll hit. 46 radiant damage. Coffee. Fifteen radiant damage. He explodes into radiant dust. Perfect. Right in front of Theo, who like just threw the dagger and watched him explode and was like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Um, yeah. and then, uh, I'm gonna bonus action look real smug with myself again. As usual? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because, oh my god, I just killed everybody. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Oh my god. your turn, you can see Cloak G. Okay, I'm gonna run Cloak up G. to him. I'm gonna run up to him. Cloak Dog! Uh, <laughs> uh... Boof. Can't. <laughs> <Boof>. <laughs> it's funny because I know dogs that sound that way. Just. 
Um, it's on the lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what you doing, Sylphie? Six seconds. Ah, ah, uh, I guess I'm just gonna smack him with my great sword. <laughs> you, he's on top of a building. You can't. Yeah. No, he's on. He's not on the building. Cloak G is not on the building. That's Theo. You can't hit Theo. Yeah. No, he's right there, in front of me. That's, that's Theo. That's Theo. Read his name. No, 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 no. We have something messed up here. Because this guy is clearly on the ground. Who are Hold you? On. Click where it is. Right here. What? No, there's That's... nobody there. There's nobody there. I'm looking at the stream too. There's I I there. don't know there's what you're looking something at. Something is it, going is it on. This guy. No, it's okay. This guy. There is nothing there. Wow. Okay. Why, why'd you move? Wait, him? how did Cloak G just move? I didn't move him. Oh my god. What is well, happening? Is our thing haunted? Know. Okay, so he's right know. here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, it's showing that for me now. <laughs> I don't know why he was he was literally right there. Well, I don't no, know why. Something he suddenly moved to you and then he went back. So I'm pretty sure No, sh- he's he was there the whole time for me. I am literally Let's... not joking my screen. He you said that he moved to you and then he moved yeah. back as he if did someone did. Too. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but it's kind of creepy. Did someone There's break nobody in the else in here? Oh my oh, god, it's haunted. 20. It's haunted. Okay, just get your turn. Roll 20's haunted. Run and run. Okay, I guess I'm not going to hit him with my great sword then. Um I am going to I'm literally terrified to stare at my screen now. <laughs> as if it's just gonna flash a scary face. No, as if it's just gonna be like ha ha ha, ha like across the screen or something. Oh god. Oh god. Um, I'm going to cast. I guess I'll do another shatter. Cause that's apparently the only thing that I'm good at. Uh, I'm gonna make it a, a at a second level this time. Or. No wait, at third level I meant. Uh, so uh, ha ha, you're funny. <laughs> I heard I you typing. Though, no, I swear though, like that moving thing that was not me. No, it wasn't God. me either. I don't know what happened. But I watched it move on my screen. So it moved on my screen on my. Did you just do that? It's back yeah, that again. Me. That was me. That was okay. Me. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't God. do this to me. I'm seriously going to yeah, have our attack. No, I didn't mean to. I was hitting undo <laughs> and things moved. Um, so I no, it moved on this screen, but it didn't move on the stream screen. Yeah. That's weird. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I'm so creeped uh, out. Shatter at third level. Um, Okay, hit, uh, has to do a consultation saving throw. He has to do a consultation saving throw. Yes. Where? Uh, oh, where am I casting it? Um, I guess right there. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Fuck. Well, uh, well, wait, hold on. Does he take half damage? Yeah, half as much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll roll. Well. Whale? No, not that kind of shatter. Good lord. Shatter is a drug, and I accidentally just looked it up. Whoops. Okay, so I rolled 17, so it will be half of that. Half that is eight. Eight. Rounding down. Alrighty. 
Um, so yeah, Sylvie, now that you, like, turn your attention to this guy, um, he has a darker cloak than the others, or sorry, a lighter cloak than the others. His is a lighter gray. Um, and he looks like he is the one in charge, as you see him, like, watching all the others, and he hasn't, he's only attacked once, he didn't attack last round. He seems Mm -hmm. to be watching them like he's the leader. Okay. Um, but yeah, when you cast Shatter on him, uh, Shatter Shatter isn't a ranged attack, is it? Uh, it's an area of effect? It, yeah, I okay. choose an area of effect within 60 feet. Okay. So yeah, you cast Shatter on him. And non-magical object needs to be Okay. Anything else? Yes, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Mr. Kit. Did Theo uh, take you damage? cannot cast two spells. Oh, can round, I not? Unless you're a Warcaster. Well, I did it last time, but... I should be okay. catching you on that. Um, <laughs> uh, you can cast cantrips, but not oh. two spell slots. Well, damn. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You can then I'll do old. nothing. Alright. Uh Bull. Now Bull is going to go into his full, like gonna get shit done. Um Let's see. Let me grab my barb. Cause I forgot how he works, because we didn't play my other game yesterday. Roll 20 is haunted. For real. It's bull. It's bull. Bull gets the killing shot. Saw that guy over there. Then he threw him on the ground. And now he's gonna die. There's some wild... I'm really uh, good at rhyming. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm pretty much like the, the bestest rhymer ever. I believe you. You should. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So. My god, you can watch rage. my you can watch when I do that, you can watch Ooh. my uh what's that called? Your Adam's apple like like yeah. one of those weird whistles that you can like so with bull's strength and with rage uh bonuses uh, that puts him at a 26 total. Uh, and with a maul, which is 2d6. Ooh, Andy crits. Yeah, and he also has some other fun bonuses that add some other Rajay. Uh He has... Uh... Is this like that scene with Spurt where he just goes... Yeah, Gallagher or something? Yeah. So, 11 days. 11 days! Rage damage puts that at 15, which is not bad at all for a regular attack. Which indeed does Gallagher this man's head across the blacksmith shop wall. Perfect. It's going to take a while to uh, clean that out. Um, 
But with that, he comes, uh, he just takes a flying leap at the wall on this side, and he starts to climb, but he can't on his turn completely. He, he avoids the blood. Um, that brings us to the attackers, of which there's only one left. Kalupchi. And he takes off sprinting across the rooftops. Fuck. Bonus action dash, and he gets out of sight. He is gone. Leaner. Um, I'm gonna bring us out of initiative, because Mm -hmm. Bull is going to climb on the rooftop and try to follow, but he's much slower. Mm -hmm. Theo is as well. Um... But they lose him after jumping a couple roofs. What are you guys doing? So, that was uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I drop sure. I drop my my spiritual guardians. Um, you do have the bodies of these six six guys in the alleyway. Should we uh, should we do something with them or should we? I don't know. I'm just telling you they're there. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Sylvie. Eh, they'll start smelling eventually. Yeah. So. The wardens have already prepped some body bags, so Yeah, that's right. So, you know, everyone's prepared, it's fine. Yeah. We should we should get a child to go tell the wardens there's dead people. Here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna run out to the, the mouth of the alley and go Is Silty. there a child? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, first of all, you see that the front of the blacksmith shop is empty. The kobolds and the fur bulk are gone. Okay. That's weird. Um, and across the street, uh, the merchant's house has now gone dark. There's nobody around. Um, uh, there are people out in the streets, and they like look at you as you yell for a child, and they're all like, what the fuck? And they just keep going. Uh, while she's doing that, I'm going to search the bodies. Okay, make an investigation check. Can do. Uh, investigation. Um, yeah, 13. 13? Okay. Um, across these different bodies, uh, you find... I may actually put it into the map so that other people can see it. Because it's important. Important. Um, you find each of them is, uh, either tattooed with or wearing a symbol... Uh, that's sort of like uh, three triangles, two pointing inward and one pointing down with a circle over the top. Mm. Um, let me see if I actually have a thing that looks like it. Oh god, did I not save it? All these tattoos on these people. Everybody's got tattoos in this world, and I just don't understand where they're all getting them from. Um, tattoo artists. Well, maybe like two or three. Jix is back. Jix, yay! Oh. Yay! Sylvie okay, runs down the alley is like, You're alive! <laughs> You're alive! <laughs> Do you guys know that video of the of the girl who like wears the oven mitts and like holds her hands yes. up and she has the apron? Yeah. Her video just them. popped on and she's like, "Hello from my kitchen where I belong." <laughs> just like, oh, and God. welcome to cooking with Caucasians. Yes. It's oh my God. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Um, He's got a I tattoo don't... with. I put three O's in tattoo for some reason. Tattoo. Uh, um, a tattoo of some triangles. 
I don't think I have it handy at this very moment. That's okay. We can we can We can put it on the tweeter. We could we could put it on the tweeter. Yeah. Indeed. Um Oh wait, I think I have it on my phone. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Um, so But yeah, so you find this this uh tattooed symbol. Okay. Do I um, and uh, in their pockets, you do find like a handful of like twenty gold, gold total. Perfect. A uh, couple odd knives, swords, crossbows. Um, they're all wearing matching dark gray cloaks. Uh, the inside of each of these cloaks is solid black. Mm. Um, they're all different races, different ages. Um, yeah, the only unifying thing between them is their cloaks and their symbols. I pocket the gold without selfie seeing. Um, okay. And then I kind of call out to her. I'm like, do you need any daggers or crossbows? Uh, Maybe some daggers. Those might be useful. I put all the daggers in a small pile. Okay. Um, and um, then uh, have you found a child? Uh, no, the street is devoid of children. What about an adult time. or a half adult? Well, hold on a second. I'm... I am actually going to go to the front of the blacksmith shop. Can I peek in the window and see if they're just like hiding or why they've um, gone The dirt? home is on the upper level. Uh-oh. Okay. But like the shop was open, right? It, it still is. It hasn't been closed. But there's nobody in it? But there's it's, nobody in there? There's nobody there. Oh. <gasps> if he killed my babies. Mm-mm, I don't think, I don't think that's what it is. My cobalt babies. I think they're in on it. Ooh, the whole town's in on it. I don't know about that, but I, I think at least the blacksmith shop might be in on it. Did are you telling me that these places are empty, or did you just go? Uh, well, when I observe it, I'm going to run back mm, okay. and tell you all that. They didn't close the shop. Like it looks like it's still open, but everybody left. Did they? Okay. Um, I run into the shop and go upstairs to see what's up there. Um, the door to the home is locked, uh, which you guys would have seen them go inside because the stairway is in this alleyway. And so we we didn't see that, right? Nope. I start nope. pounding on the door. No answer. I pick the lock. Okay, I'm go I'm gonna come up behind him too. I'm gonna follow him in. Uh, nineteen. Yep, you get in fairly easily. Got it. And uh, the house is pretty much quiet. Hello. Would we have seen them go out the front? Like if they went out the front? From the alleyway, no, you wouldn't have seen them, like, walk away from the shop. Would Bull have? Because he was kind of, like, toward the front there. Uh, you don't know. Bull's still on the roof. I'm going to search all the rooms upstairs. Okay. One by one. Um, yeah, you find, uh, three separate rooms, uh, bedrooms in here. Uh, one of them has one large bed, one has two small beds, and one of them has three small beds. Uh, there's a water closet, there's a kitchen with a dining room, there's a little tiny office with a safe missing. 
uh, and there's a sort of side area that goes down into the cellar. I would like to go into the office, and I would like to cast Divine Sense. I'm going to go into the cellar. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sylphie, going into the office, you feel nothing. Typical Tuesday. (laughs) How many rooms are there? Um... There's the three bedrooms, there's a water closet, there's a office, there's kitchen dining, um, and then there's like a little foyer area. Foyer. I'm not going to do the foyer, um, and I'm going to avoid the kobold bedrooms, but I think I'm going to do divine sense in every other. You have two divine senses a day. Uh, No, I have six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, six per long rest. Um, you get nothing through the whole place. Fuck. How many rooms was that? I'm bad at counting. Okay, well, fine. (sighs) Shit, 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 shit. What's in the cellar? Uh, down in the cellar, uh, pretty much everything that you found last time you were in here. Um, just casks of ale, uh, racks of wine, couple ingredients and materials that won't rot away in the in the cold and damp um, uh, the damp damp I uh oh nothing else okay uh I run up to Sylphie I'm like nobody's nobody's here everybody's gone is there yeah. blood anywhere like a scuffle nope did they go willingly oh well, I see the symbol now like, I don't know. Here it is on the map. If they it's went, just a real quick hand drawing. Mm-hmm. If they went willingly, I don't know why they wouldn't close the shop, is the thing. It does seem kind of odd. Is there... I mean, does anything else look out of place to you? No. Everything looks like they just walked away me uncomfortable. And I cast Divine Sense, too. There was no amulet like that. Nope. I run back outside and just, like, start scanning to see if I see them anywhere. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. 25. Oh. I see into the um, cosmos. Glancing through around. the veil. Uh, you see a few people walking by, a few half-orcs, few orcs, humans, kobolds, none of which worked at the shop. Can I call out to someone who's nearby and be like, there's been a, a murder! Go get the wardens! Okay, so you just yell into the street, there's been a murder! There's been a murder! 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 Um, in the night! There, it's I don't know what that's a reference to. I just hear it a lot. Jekyll and Hyde. Um, but yeah, uh, a couple people musical. like get kind of panicked and they run off. Um, others are like, "What the fuck?" and they just go along with their day. Wow, um, those are the Americans. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> then oh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna look around. Is there like anything else that looks out of place? Like nope, anything at all? Okay. I don't know what to do. You find a hammer on the ground. That's the only thing out of place. A hammer? Yeah, the Furbolg's hammer. On the ground? Yeah, it's laying next to the anvil. Like it fell off. Oh, I thought you meant it was like out in the street. Uh, Nope. 
Can I search for tracks? Little, little, a little bunch of kobold tracks following a big old fucking fearball. A little, little lizard puppy track? Yeah. Um, make a survival check for Jack. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a wire. Okay. Um, uh, it was cocked. It was cacked. It was cacked! Uh, ten. Ten? Um, you find normal, like, traffic around the shop, but you don't see them leave. There's treachery not afoot. Because there are no feet, Prince. There are no feet, Prince. Um, okay. Uh, we need... I don't know what we need to do. We need to go to Tan Tanris's. Tanris? Lord Tanris. Yeah. yeah. We need to go there. We need to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because... We need to wait for the warden so we can explain all these bodies. Uh, well. Re the <laughs> and what really? about Bull and, and, and the other guy, Theo? They can come with. Yeah, but they're not here. They ran off. They're on the, the roofs didn't. above you. They're still on the roof? Yeah. I, like, look up at them and, like, can you guys get down, please? Wait! Stay there! Do you see the kobolds? What do your elf eyes see? Yes. Do, can you see what from your, that vantage point if there's <laughs> the... What your eyes see? The, the fear and the, the kobolds? Um... I can show you the... Uh, Theo doesn't notice anything. He's like, I I don't know. And Bull is like looking around. And then you see him sort of lean out looking northward. He's like, there's somebody running down the street. And he sort of points out, you do see way, way far away. Um, there's somebody like absolutely pelting it down the street. Toward us or away from no, us? No, away. Northward. Right. That's Cloak G. Uh, Cloak G fled to the south. Yeah. What? Does he this did. person look fast? Uh, they're, I mean, they're sprinting. We and from this distance, all you can see is a shape. You can't tell what they're wearing. They're probably faster than me. They're definitely faster than me. Uh, well, I got whale. Uh, I guess whale? I will just watch them run away. Okay, they disappear into the distance. They turn is, a corner and they're gone. Is Northward? Oh, okay. Well, what? I was just wondering if Northward was where toward the um, the docks. The no, uh, the docks are the to west. the southeast of you. Oh, um, the docks. but since you asked, you oh. do know that Lord Tanner's estate is to the northeast. <gasps> that motherfucker! All Don't right. worry, we're gonna kill him later. Yeah. All right. And I... uh, Ben, I'm gonna move the map back to Harris. That's fine. Just perfect. You know, in case it Thing. unframes. It looks perfect. Can you can you zoom in a little bit toward the aerosol area? Yeah, I can do that. Please continue. Yes. I think we need to go to Tandrises. Uh. I would agree. I don't know how because I don't have a lot of spell slots left. Same Zs. Uh, might be a bad idea right now. To give you guys an idea of how Aerisholm is laid out, 
Um, it is at the north end of the island. Uh, several estates line the north side along the beach um, and along sort of cliffs. Lord Tanner's estate, you have learned just here and there, uh, sits at the top of the sort of highest point of the cliffs. Uh, and then the actual harbor is sort of southwest-ish uh, portion of the city. It's very like butted up against the edge of the island because um, it's trying to stay out of this super thick, like ancient forest to the south. How many seas in that thick? Uh, like, considering it's old growth, it's like 14. Damn, boy. It's like never been touched since way, way, thousands of years. It's a virgin forest. <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I mean, old growth forest, virgin forest, they don't really, yeah. This is, this is like Lots England, old growth. This is, this oh. is the kind of forest you can't walk through. Mm. Whereas virgin forest sounds so clean and Thank you can you. just walk through it. Yeah. Ew. No, this is old growth, gnarly, like living oaks tangled together kind of, kind of forest. Okay. Alrighty. Well. Uh, we should wait for the wardens. Okay. okay. So you hang out for a minute as Theo and uh, Bull <clears throat> come and join you guys down near the shop. And uh, eventually a squadron of wardens and marshals arrive, about ten of them, and see the bloodbath that yes. you guys have spattered with your mini coyotes and your mauls. We were attacked. Um, Sorry. And your shatters. We were attacked. Oops. Yeah. Uh, they all come into the alleyway. They see all of this and they immediately like grab you guys and throw you up against the walls to arrest uh, you. Uh, no. What? Hello. I 100% resist. Part res of this. You're going to resist? I. Yes. Roll the strength save. Oh, God. Strength contest. Just strength contest. <laughs> Five. You are pinned to the wall and manacled. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. You're, as you're being manacled, yeah. We were defending ourselves. We got ambushed by these people. We are also honorary wardens. You can check my badge in my pocket. You got. We also know Zed. Zed knows us. He knows we're and here. And Zed, yeah, Zed can vouch for us. Okay. Um, one of the wardens does like pat you down, Selfie, and like pulls out your badge and says, "Ah, fuck." He's like, "Let him go. Let him go." Yeah, that's like, damn right. Damn Thank right. You. Fuckers. God. And they Never been so you, insulted. They'll look at you like, "Fuck off." You're uh, with a bunch of dead people. Uh, look at those dead people. They all have matching tattoos because they're a fucking cult, you ass. And they do start inspecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. You do see a Zed arrive at the end of the alleyway. And he comes in and starts inspecting too. And you see several of them drawing this symbol into their notebooks. Um, and Zed, like, tears a page out of one of their journals and says, Oh, shit. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? You guys ever heard of the Hydaelyn cult? Oh, no. We have heard of that, haven't we? I haven't. Have Kit, has Kit heard of the Hydaelyn oh, cult? Oh, Kit would know all about that. That's oh, okay. 
That yes, sounds I have. familiar. Oh no, it sounds familiar, Sophie. Yeah, it sounds familiar to me. I, to Alicia, it does. I don't know. If it well, it should Sophie. because uh, Jax got a hold of the Hydaelyn stave. Oh, that's right. Okay. The calamity. Oh no! I know oh, I've shown no. you guys this symbol before. You have, and I didn't recognize it. Oh boy. So we've stepped in it a little bit here. Yeah. Um, Good job. Great. Uh, so the tet- Let's the- leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I we're going leave. to Anik. You guys have a good time. Deuces. Um, so so that tattoo that tattoo was the the symbol of the Highland cult, right? Tattoos. Uh, I go over and I pull out the amulet that I have too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, does this have anything to do with that? Do you know? Um, Zed takes the amulet. He's like, uh, I don't know. It looks kind of familiar, but not in regard to uh, this. Senna, the goddess Senna. Sen- oh, you mean you mean the dead goddess? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, apparently she has nothing symbol. to do with the high okay. cult. Okay. Uh, second, second point of order. Um, blacksmith and his five kobolds are missing. They just disappeared. They're gone. Yeah, and the the marshal is immediately like, "What? Rent? Oh god!" And he like turns around and he starts sending his men scattering in all directions. He's like, "Find them now!" Sylvie, didn't you say Garen's house went dark too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody's home in there either. Uh, all of Garen's family's gone? Well, their house at least makes it look like they're gone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe um, you should send someone over there for a checkup? Yeah, Zed immediately sends uh, several people in that direction. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys do while they're searching? Um, so, Lord Tanris, right? Could he have something yeah. to do with this since he's apparently got a whole bunch of people working in this? Because I guarantee this is what Liz was part of. I Yeah, I think Liz was. I think Garen was. And now I'm kind of thinking that Ren might have had something to do with it, too. Before Liz disappeared, she looked me dead in the eye and she said, you have no idea what you're dealing with. And then she oh, snapped out. So I mean, clearly... You know, we didn't have an idea that it would be the hiding cold. I mean, she wasn't wrong. Yeah. But that makes her look real sus. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, also the fact that she like murdered. Uh, well, and to tried be to fair, Zed didn't people. see who it was. He just saw a dark shape. Yeah. Um, well, off, off in the distance, as you guys are talking, you hear one of the wardens yell, "Boss!" Oh no. Boss, we found Olimir. Alamir? Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Garen. Oh. And you see several wardens drag a body out of the house. Oh, no. Is his family still there? Uh, they I asked them. They start dragging more bodies <gasps> out. Ah! All the kids! All of the children except no! one. Except the one. The little halfling girl? No. It was uh, the 15-year-old. One of the the youngest uh, half orc child, oh. who's probably about eight, uh, is barely alive. <gasps> Let's question him. They're I'm going coughing up blood. I run I'm... over to them and cure wounds. Oh, I okay. at first level. Do that. He's I'm a child. Like... First level should be fine. 
she. She, sorry. Uh, five. Okay. Yeah, you, you, being that it is a child, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty good for a kid, but you see uh, this really nasty slash across the throat, like they were trying to make sure she could never speak, um, start to knit together, and she's, like, coughing up blood, um, but she's having a really hard time saying anything as she's just sobbing and she will not let go of her eldest brother's arm as he's being pulled out. Just his arm? No, his arm is still attached. Oh, okay. I was like, she's just dragging his (laughs) arm. No, no, no. no, no, It's like fucking Jurassic Um, Park over here. almost isn't attached, but you know. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Sylphie, I'm so glad you didn't stay there pretending to be a dumb little waif girl. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, but yeah, I could have taken them, but whatever. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you see uh, all of the family dragged out, and you see the little girl, like, pulled away from uh, the the death, as all of her siblings and her mother are covered up with just odd sheets and blankets that they find inside the house um, and just wow. set out until they can take them away. Um... Zed comes and like takes charge of the little girl and he kneels down he's like trying to talk to her and she can just barely whisper uh, at this point still healing um, could, could I also cast a cure wounds on her you can okay just to give her extra chutzpah chutzpah, <laughs> chutzpah. oh that's a d8 not d mm-hmm. well that sucked. Uh, it was six. Children don't have much HP. Yeah. yeah. So six will be enough to like fix her up enough that she can kind of talk properly. And uh, you hear her just sputtering through words uh, saying that the black cloaks attacked. That's it. That's all she knows. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, She's a tiny eight-year-old girl. She doesn't know what just fucking happened. Oh, we need to drill her for information. Uh, uh, yeah, but she just keeps repeating I, this. The, the black cloaks attacked. They, they, Dad tried to fight him off. Did yeah. you... I I just kind of, like, kneel down next to her. and uh, Did you happen to see any of their faces at all? Um, and Sophie, when you get down to her level, you actually see she's wearing one of those amulets with Senna's symbol on it. Um, she she has her own. It's it's much more crude, and it's carved out of wood instead of the stone that you the one that you stole. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's actually like clutching onto it like it's a lifeline. Um, she's like, I, they they were all different. They there were so many of them. I'm going to, while you guys are talking, I'm going to run over and search Garen's body. Okay. Um, um, make an investigation check. 11. 11, okay. Um, you find a pocketbook. You find a uh, another one of those symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, his is actually hidden, like, inside of all of his clothes. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell he was wearing it. Um, and you do see that he has a Casker symbol tattooed in the joint of his elbow. 
what's in the pocketbook? In the pocketbook, uh, what languages can you read? Um, Common, Kuari, and Sylvan. You have no idea. I'm going to bring it to Zed. Okay. Um, yes. While sir. he's doing that, I'm still wanting to talk to the little girl. Um, that necklace that you're holding is very pretty. Uh, I have, I take the one amulet out. I'm like, I have one too. Um, does she know? Does she know? She does not realize it's her mother's. Um, oh, that's so sad. <clears throat> uh, she looks over it. She's like, my mom had one like that. Yeah. Uh, do you know why? What do they do? Do they do anything special or? And she like shows you hers and she's like, it's, it's the gray lady. She usually she protects us from the black cloaks. Is, did your parents tell you that? Yeah. Um, is there any sort of, if you take the amulets away, do, does, do bad things happen or is it just, um, I don't know, but I never tested it. Okay. And she, she, again, sort of showing you hers, says, Mom made me this when I was a baby, and until now, it's been pretty okay. She's kind of in shock. She's not even, like, looking toward the bodies. Um, listen. Why don't you take this one, too? Um, I'd really love to hold on to the one that you have. I'll give it back, but you should she have this one. She looks down at hers, and hers is, like I said, much simpler and carved out of wood. Um, and she takes it off and looks at that one, and she offers hers out. Okay, I give her that one while I take it. Yeah. And she, she yep. takes the stone one and she looks at you, she's like, are you going to fight the black cloaks like dad? Yes. And she hands the other one back to you. She says, take both. Oh, honey, I mean, you, you can keep that one. Uh, you I'm can bring sure. them back to me after they're gone. All right, I'll take the other one. Yeah, I um, I so promise the, I'll take I'll give it back to you. Okay. Um. So the the wooden one is mundane, but the the stone one is consecrated. Yeah, I thought that I could just keep the wood one for reference, and then like if the stone one has like some sort of protection abilities, I can. Well, she doesn't her. know what you're doing, so I she's know. just like, you're gonna go fight the bad people, have both. I know. Okay. Well, I doubt that they care about her anymore, because they think she's dead. Maybe. Um, mm -hmm. Taylor? Children are not safe in my world. Taylor, I swear to God, if anything <laughs> Children are not safe. Uh, uh, clearly! Clearly! Um, in fact, they're the first to go. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah. 
hoo boy if you knew what the Heidelin' cult does with children. Oh my god. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, I go to Zed and I say, you need to keep her in lockdown. Like, she needs to be protected. Yeah, she's, she's gonna go out on, uh, one of the Marshall ships. So the only way on there is, there's only one way on and one way off. So well, she'll be you'd, secure. you'd think that, but whoever's doing this can walk through walls apparently. So I thought that was just Tamar. <sighs> Who knows if it's him anymore? Fuck. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep a detail with her and see if she knows anything else about these black cloaks. I've never heard of I assume she means the Heidelin cult. I mean, but... we got attacked by black cloaks too, right? They had were they... cloaks on. The yeah, people who attacked us have the Heidelin tattoos. They yeah. had they had a uh, dark like dark gray cloaks with black inside, and then mm-hmm. the guy who got away had a lighter gray. Okay. Um, and his so as didn't... far as you could see of him, his cloak was the same color inside and out. So I'm assuming that's some sort of rank thing. Maybe. Uh, or job thing. Probably tells that that we saw someone running north and then we also yeah. saw someone uh, what which way did the leader run? South. south. Yeah. Cloak G, as he will be referred to. Cloak G. <laughs> um Oh, yeah. I also hand him the pocketbook. Be like, can you read this? Can you read that? What is this? Yeah. He he flips it open, he's like uh, shit, this is infernal. Uh, and he looks over his men, and among them, he picks out a tiefling, and he says, Hey, Rosa, I don't mean to profile you or anything, but can you read infernal? And she walks over and takes it. She's like, yes, I can read fucking infernal. And she flips it open. Um, this, uh, sort of dark crimson-skinned, uh, tiefling with sort of the horns curl back, and then they shoot, like, straight up. Um, sort of like an eye bags. Uh, she looks it over. She's like, oh, fuck. This is, um... And she looks over at you guys and she says, did you say something about a, um, a symbol? And she, like, points at Sil- at Sylphie. She's I like, hold up the amulet. Garen... He's part of some kind of group. Not the not the cult. It says he's a sentinel. I don't know what that means. And she she goes in and she starts like very carefully between the lines writing out the translation. And uh, generally the gist of what you get as she explains it to you is that Garen is part of a very hush hush group. Uh from uh, Gerard Eldathas. Um, he doesn't say what the group is called, but he refers to himself as a sentinel, and he refers to his wife as a member of the Chasers. If you both would like to make a history check, you may have credence to know what that means. Uh, I got a 17. Okay. Forgot my AC was on. Uh, history check? Yes. 17. Okay. Um, you both recognize Chasers. Uh, they're part of a group called the Guild of the Gate. 
Um, they are the people who hold the realm gate down in uh, Garadaldathos. Oh, that makes it sense. It is a portal between between realms that Jax accidentally uh, explored once. So Sylphie would actually kind of get an idea. Um, but uh, yeah, so she was a member of that group. But as far as you guys know, Sentinels are not a part of that group. Uh, the best you can tell Kit, because you have a little more credence to know, is that they are... You vaguely remember hearing something like that from Amnoblin, but you don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. They're sort of a secret society. Okay. Um, but I you do recognize that, there's but... there's a connection between Senna and the the uh, the Senna sort of comet symbol mm-hmm. and the Sentinels. Uh, the fact that he's also a Casker is sort of unrelated. Yeah. mystery you know i would have hoped that we would have like figured some stuff out this session but nope (laughs) always Uh, questions yeah this is alicia talking uh man i'm just never getting my sister back am i uh i don't know it depends (laughs) do you think this is important i mean kind of god we've got so many people to hunt down just imagine how simple it would have been if you'd have seen the bounty for Kellogg and said, oh, let's take let's that with us after and him. turn it in when we get him. You guys picked up a teeny tiny little thread and you just kept digging. It's all because you had no money. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah, yes, yes huh. it is. So it's your fault then. I yeah. wanted to go straight to Moore's Rest. Well, not straight to Moore's Rest. Straight to Enik. And then straight to Moore's Rest. Fun fact, if you guys had uh, looked for bounties in Midcord, you would have you would have heard of something completely different. Cool. I'm sure. Um so do we need to do we need to go to the Lord Tanris's estate? Yes, but we really do need to like get some spell slots back because if we get cornered in there we're toast. We just woke up. Yeah, but you're out of spells. <laughs> Yeah. You can long rest without sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, Just sit there and drink some sit juicy there juice and, and nap. Yeah. Read a comic book. Comic or something. book. Comic book. Um, I guess maybe we should go back to the inn and or to the boat and just hang yeah. out for a while. Where's Bull? Bull. Bull. Yeah. Get, come come down, please. And Bring Theo yeah, he, with you. He he's already come down a while ago. Oh, okay. Though, but yeah, he he comes and joins you. All right, we uh, we've used up some stuff again, but yeah. we think we're gonna go to Lord Tanris's estate and check it out. Do you want me to keep an eye on it? Don't That'd you need to rest? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He doesn't uh, use spell slots. So. Can you? Can you? Are you sneaky? You don't look sneaky. I mean, I don't know. He's been doing. He's been doing okay so far. If you want to keep an eye on it, please just be very safe. Yeah. And if anything happens, hopefully we'll find you. Okay. Hopefully. All right, we're gonna go back to the boat. 
Yep, and he just lopes off into the distance. Um, Theo, in the meantime, has been kind of looking around, keeping an eye out, hoping that he sees Tamar somewhere, but he does not. Uh, I'm going to actually pull Theo in real quick. Yeah. Like, Theo, have you heard of the Heidelin cult? Um, in passing. Do you know if your brother had anything to do with them? Part of a cult? He's not really religious. Um, no. Okay. Um, that's good enough for me, honestly. Um, I ask Zed, like, have you heard anything about Tamar, or has he just disappeared? Uh, there was, uh, somebody who reported seeing an orc with blue hair. That would be him, uh, yeah. Who wandered off to the north, but we haven't heard of him yet. To the north. To the north! <laughs> to the dash! Uh, so, yeah, let's, okay, thank you. Uh, we're gonna go back to the boat and rest, and then we're gonna go to the Tanris estate. Alright, well... When he looks down at the little girl who's still, like, clinging to his side, he says, we'll get her somewhere safe, and, uh, I assume we'll see you tomorrow morning? Yeah. Alright. Shit. And he just keep he just goes on with his men as they start loading the bodies into wagons. Prep more body bags. Yep. God. So... Uh, I know we're getting close to the end of our time here, but we're going to fast forward just a little bit. Okay. Um, you guys head your way back to the ship and get a, a good long rest. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can be done with it before dawn, if you so choose. Okay. Yeah. Um, like 4 or 5 a.m. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Theo does come back with you, but he spends his time out on deck. Uh just sort of listless. He's trying to think of what to do. Um, during the sort of pre-dawn hours, uh, you guys are just sitting around playing with the puppies mm -hmm. and hoping that Bull doesn't get his stupid ass caught. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Captain Ziegler comes down below decks and uh, comes to talk to you guys, he says, Hey, um, there's, a, there's a guy here looking for you. Ask for you both by name. Uh, what did he look like? Did he uh, say his name? Orc dude. Blue hair. Ah! What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let him. Okay. Let him on. Okay. And he goes. Show him to in. Top deck. <laughs> um, yeah. After about a minute, they come walking down the stairway. And you see Theo, who was still on deck, is just like clinging to Tamar's side. And Tamar looks like he has been through hell. Uh, he has all kinds of like scrapes and cuts across him. His clothes are ripped up. Um, his eyes are green again. Um, and he still has that uh, black lockpick pin on mm -hmm. him. Uh, but it looks like a lot of his other stuff was either lost or taken. Um, but he just looks messed up. Are his um, eyes still like glimmering whatever? They're still glowing, but they're okay. green again. Okay. Um, and Ziegler shows him in, and Tamar looks at you two. He's like, uh, I woke up in the middle of the street. Uh, what yeah, happened? You, uh, you were, a, do you remember being attacked? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember. In the cell? Yeah. Who, and you who, remember? Who did that? That Liz girl. Oh, cool. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, um, and then I blacked out. Well, you didn't. Um, Do you remember Kit chasing after you? No, last I remember I was in the cell. Kit stepped out, and then I just blacked out. When did you wake up? Like 10, 20 minutes ago. Oh, great. What did I do? Uh, we're not really sure, to be perfectly honest. Um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about it. Is he wearing a cloak? No. Okay. Um, so what you're gonna do is you're going to stay here. Um, after you were attacked, I healed you. And you opened the, you took the pick from me. You, your eyes turned blue. You opened the door. Yeah, your mother's hairpin. And he looks down at it, shoved into the side of his belt. He says, "This is just a pin." Uh, that unlocks almost any door magically. And he like pulls it out and like looks around for something to test it on. I'm sure there's. Is there any any? I mean, we're in the cabins of boats. I'm sure okay. there's a door. I'll, I'll like, yeah. lock a door and shut it. Yeah, and he goes up and, like, tries to stick it into the lock, and you hear it click, and he's like, well, I don't know how to pick locks. Yeah. And he just opens it again. Uh-huh. I'm and not he sure. he tries it again, but the second time it doesn't work. Yeah. So I think that pin only works either once per day or once... Her lock. So I'm not sure because I was able to use it once. And actually, wait, you didn't know that the pin opens doors, but you yelled to me from the cell to get the pin. Did I? Yes, you didn't. You remember me coming to you in the cell to heal you, but you don't remember shouting at me to use the pin to open the door. And he stops and sort of stands back and, like, crosses his arms and he starts thinking about it. Now that you mention it, there is, like, a little moment that's missing. Huh. This is really interesting. So, uh... Did you... So you said that came from your mother? Yeah. Do you... She's part of a cult. Okay, well, we didn't have to, like, jump right into that pool, but apparently... Um, he's like... Not that I knew of. She she died a long, long time ago. Uh, I take out the amulet, and I uh, show it to him. And I go, does that look familiar to you at all? He looks down at it. Uh, which which uh, symbol is it? Um, the... The one on the stone thing, the comet thing. Oh, the comet, uh, Senna. He looks yeah. down at it. He's like, I th- think that's Senna's symbol. Uh huh. I mean, I just know it from growing up in Amnoblin. Uh, then I will take out the drawing of the tattoo and show. Yeah. He goes to look down at the paper. And there's a moment where you see his eyes flash blue. Sleeper cell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, his, his eyes flash blue and he's like, I've seen that before, but I don't, I don't know where. Did you just lose a moment? What? 
Did you just lose a moment? I don't know what you're talking about. Your eyes flash blue. Um, Did you black out a little bit? Yeah, for just a half a second. Felt a little dizzy. Somebody's... It's like a weird modify memory thing. Sleeper It's the sleeper campaign, so I guess that makes sense. Um... <laughs> uh, oh god he figured it out <laughs> um, run abort so, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna stay here uh, because I don't know if you killed a bunch of people last night or not yeah and um, we're, because there we're are, locking you in there are bodies everywhere you're gonna give me that hairpin I will return it to you but I'm locking you in oh, okay and he hands it over I love how complacent he is. This is very nice. Um, so well, he's terrified. Good. He's like, um, you guys know more than I do, so please, God, help. So last night, members of the Heidelin cult called the Black Cloak killed an Black, entire... Yeah, Heidelin cult, their, their normal members are called Black Cloaks. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait, What do wait, you wait, know wait, about wait, hold them? Hold on. <laughs> hold like, on. Well, I grew up in Amnoblin in one of the cities. They they occasionally kidnapped people for sick, twisted rituals. Did they kidnap you? I want to say no, but now I'm scared that it, they might have. So, so wait, you said the Black Cloaks were normal members. Yeah, Are there they're any... like the cronies. Are there any other cloaks that you know? Like Yeah, um... The, the white cloaks are like the, the leaders They're, okay. and then there's one that's apparently like this I don't know overarching leader um, I don't know who it is and then there's officers there's grey cloaks what cloak did we see? did we see a white or a grey? we you saw, saw grey with you black saw the, the lining guys with black, yeah grey with black lining but their grey was pretty dark and then a full grey yeah mm. Okay. You get the idea now that he's explaining it that the black cloaks turn theirs inside out to make them all yeah. indistinguishable. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, can I please have that hairpin? He already gave it to you. Oh, thank you. Um, Theo can stay with you. That's fine. Unless you feel unsafe, because I don't know what you um, might do. And I know Theo is not capable of stopping you. Yeah, he looks at his little brother and Theo's about to argue with you and uh, Tamara goes, Theo, at least just not in the same room. And Theo looks at him, he's like, but if I'm here to see what happens, then we can figure this out. And Theo shakes his head, he says, no, if I've been killing people and I don't realize it, I don't want you anymore. You mean Tamar? You said Theo. What? Yes, Tamar, Theo, fuck it. Um, big brother, little brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tamar, like, pushes him out of the room. And he's like, alright, lock me in or something. Okay. I lock him in the room that doesn't have the puppies in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and, and, um... <laughs> you care about oh, the puppies. Dark. I mean, a little. Uh, and then... It wasn't an awe of, like, poor Tamar. It was an awe of you care. Oh, I thought it was um, the, oh, I can't kill the puppy. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, too. <laughs> I was tempted, and he still could. You don't know if he can face yeah. through walls. That's, that's true. true. Um, 
So I lock him in and then I tell Theo, I'm like, if you guys want to, if you want to sit on the opposite side of the door and talk to him or whatever, like, feel free. You don't have to come with us. I don't want you to die. Yeah, Theo does like lean back on the door. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be here. I'll let you know if anything weird happens. Oh, I unlock the door and open it back up again. Yeah. Tamar, do you have any weapons on you whatsoever? And he looks over himself. He's like, um, yeah. And he hands over like daggers, a sword. Um, and he, he, you see him like reach to his lower back and he pulls out like this strap that has several small knives on it and he hands it to you. Any, any more? You got him hidden anywhere else? Um, I don't think so. And he, he actually checks the insides of his boots. He's like, nope, those are gone. Fuck, those are gone. I use those. I kind of, I'm going to like pat him down lightly. Yeah, you don't find anything okay. else. Uh, and then I'll I'll hand them all to Theo. I'll be like, put these somewhere. And then uh, I shut and lock the door again. Yep, Theo puts them all in his bag. <sighs> well, at least it'll be very hard for him to murder himself now. Um, ish. Uh, so. Were there bed sheets in there? Were there bed sheets? the bed sheets out. Yeah. We should just put him in a safe. So he can yeah. suffocate. No, we should we should open it back up and be like, hey, can you also give us all your bed sheets and stuff too? Do you are you really gonna do that? There are other ways to kill okay, yourself. Okay, fine. We open the door yourself. back up. Be like, can you please give us your bed sheets too? We don't want you to like, we don't want them to take control of you and make you hurt yourself. And tomorrow, just start shoving everything out of this room. <laughs> Sorry. It, I get it. It's alright. I take everything and I shut and lock the door. Alright. Yeah. Now we're leaving. Now he only has sharp corners. Perfect. Ah! <laughs> Fuck! Ah. Chop off the corners! Ah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I tell Theo, like, you can keep him company. We're gonna, we're gonna go do some detecting. Great. We'll figure it out. Um, if you see anybody in a black cloak, pray. <laughs> pray? <Yeah>. Or, <laughs> or find out, or... I mean, defend yourself, de- yeah. uh, definitely, but pray. Um, and then I'm going to march up to the top deck and pull Ziegler aside. Yeah. All right, so here's the deal. Mm-hmm. We're chasing the Heidelin cult. Do you have a fucking death wish? Maybe. Um, I'm there too. I yeah. pull up and I'm like, "Did you tell him about the cult yet?" The, tell him about the cult. Uh, yeah. So, uh, listen, there. you two. I, I can. I've I... been getting a little bit of this from the wardens already. Uh, um, I don't think I fucking want you on my ship anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold let's, on, hold let's on. Let's not hold go on, hold crazy. On, on. No, I'm. I'm serious. You're involved in some shit. Aren't you? Not like that. Well, we're not gonna, like... We just wanted to let you know that they probably know we live here, and so they might come and kill all of you. Yeah. So, Um, uh, take your buddies and get the fuck off my ship. Be prepared. Um, No. I I want to leave. Ziggler. And I take a step forward. (laughs) Now I is the time. Right up to him. Now I is the time. Seduce me. It's time. 
That's all you say. <laughs> I am now that desperate. And he looks at you. And you see the eyes narrow. There's no smile. He says, oh. I respect women enough that no, I'm not taking that. Can you be cool for like two seconds? What do you mean cool? Like, like cool. Come on, man. You you don't want like this? <laughs> I don't take sex in return for favors. It's not that's, sex that's in return not, for favors. And he it's... like he like puts a, a gigantic Goliath hand on your shoulder. He says, "I'm sorry, but that doesn't count as consent." Uh, it's the one. It's it's. I'm proposing it, so I'm. But you want something in return for it. Yeah. I don't. Different. No, I don't do that. There's a different. See, kid, kid gets it. No. It's not right. Oh, I'm sorry. So you'll hit on everybody that moves. Yeah, but... I'll hit on everybody, but I won't force people into bed for favors. And here I thought you had no morals. Thanks a lot. You were wrong. For having morals. Are you uh, get your buddies and get off my ship. After all we've been through, you're just yes, gonna... After all I want my 20 gold back. Shit you guys yeah, have. give him his 20 yeah, gold back! Yeah, he gives you your 20 gold back. He gives you 130 of your charter fee back. Uh, you can have the 130, Sophie. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Give that to me, please. Yeah. Yeah. He hands it over. Says, please take your things and get off my ship. I'm sorry, but I cannot risk these men's lives over you all trying to play hero and uh, getting into bounties. Uh, well, okay. Uh, I just turn away instead of saying anything to him and go get Tamar and Theo. Yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of like straighten myself out a little bit. I'm like you done fucked up, son. Because this is awesome. All of it. It's I'm, just amazing. I'm sure it is and I kind of feel bad about it, but uh, I've got a crew of men with families to take care of and I can't risk that. Well, I hope those. <laughs> no. No, oh, you were really? gonna. You were gonna. I saw your thought. I hope those crew that that crew of men and their families can give you the satisfaction you need. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he just get you where you. you need to go. He just looks at you, kind of like this look that like he doesn't understand your scorn. He's like, "I'm sorry, but you got to take care of your own." Fine. And I turn away and I give a little booty pop. <laughs> I still like it. <laughs> Let's go get our puppies. He's still he's still got like this this kind of sad smile as you go away. Like he was really starting to like you like a yeah, lot. Yeah, cool. Well, if we ever meet him again, nothing from me. The 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 possibility <laughs> went from like 50/50 to like negative Zero. Actually, it went to like negative zero. <laughs> it went to like a hundred in the stretch to Anag. Maybe it was like ninety nine percent. It's like, but now it's like negative point zero one percent. 
likely. <laughs> There's not no chance. Yeah. <laughs> if I see him again. Well, it's negative. So. Um, but yeah, he watches you guys go. He says, "Stay safe." Yeah, may Eat the dick. may the winds be ever in your fucking favor. Um, yeah. And the Hunger Games. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then we go to, I'm going to go get the puppies and let Tamar out and be like, well, I guess it doesn't matter if you fucking kill yourself because we have to get off the boat. Is this my fault? No, it's no. not your fault. It's it's the captain's fault because it's he's that a coward. asshole's fault. And I feel Tamar... scorned even though like we didn't do anything. Yeah. I think you feel scorned because he actually liked you. Like, he didn't give up at the first no. He was like, oh, well, then I'll be a gentleman. Um, oh, and then he then he took it a little too far, then, didn't he? Well, he's got people to take care of. And then I, uh, I, oh, my God, this is going to be a thing. Um, it's going to be a thing. Sylphie, oh, my God, did Sylphie fall in love with Ziegler? No! <laughs> Sylvie fell for Ziegler in the moment she was like, listen, like, I need your help, like, whatever you need. And he was just like, I'm sorry, I I have I have people to take care of. And she's like, fuck you. That's not what happened. <laughs> that was absolutely what happened. Oh Sylvie has the hots for Ziegler. No! <laughs> Your uh, face tells me it's true. Yeah. I turn to Theo and I'm like, you need to take, you're carrying all his weapons from now on, sorry. And then I I hand the two puppies to Tamar and be like, if you hurt these dogs, I will kill you. And he like takes the puppies. He's like, uh, why are y'all traveling with puppies? Because we travel oh, with bull. Ask questions. Oh, okay. Don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah, Tamar like looks at Sylphie's like, fuck, okay. Shut up! Fuck! <laughs> Sorry about your boyfriend. I'm so done talking to all men today! Uh, uh, person who's not Sylphie in the room, don't forget your gear. Who, who was that? That was me. You said you weren't talking to men anymore, so I'm... <laughs> person who may or may not be Sylphie, don't Person who gear. may yeah, or may okay. not be Sylphie, don't forget your gear. Because that didn't make any sense. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, maybe Sylphie, don't forget yes. your shit. Yeah. Um, I, I begrudgingly pack up all my shit and throw yeah. it over my bag and then just go, mm, walk up <laughs> my to My boyfriend this. dumped me. No! My not no, my boyfriend. boyfriend. My not boyfriend dumped my me. My almost boyfriend. My god. And this is gonna be a thing. It's this totally gonna, so be, a gonna thing. be a thing. Motherfucker. Oh Oh my god. I'm so upset. I have so many ideas. Okay. Anyway. Uh, um, I grab all my stuff too, and I grab all of Bull's stuff. I make sure all of it's cleared out, and then we yep. take the... Yeah. And I, I hand the little crate to Tamar so he can keep the puppies in it. Perfect. Okay. And then yeah, we we have... march off the ship dignified. As much as possible. Um, yeah, Ziegler is standing at the stern and he watches you all disembark. He's watching Sylphie in particular. I flip, I flip in the bird. Like, as we go. Just like... Blows a kiss. That asshole. Yep, and uh, you hear him shout over the ship. Alright, boys. Let's, um... 
let's get the fuck out of here. And they start to pull up the mooring lines and the Are sails. They, is the harbor master still keeping people uh, at bay? Yeah, but they they just fucking leave. Just let them um, go. Yeah. You what do see dick. the ship get a ways out before it slows as you see water marshals climb on board, but then you see them get off after ship uh, uh, searching the ship, and he continues on south. No, north, north. He's still going to Ennek for other passengers. But... And we're stuck. Um, so we're going to go to the inn, the salty cup or the crusty... <laughs> the salty the salty cup or the crusty tavern or whatever it's called is the salt the sea salt the sea salt sea. lick the deer salt lick god damn it uh, the, the sea salt and vinegar chips in the uh, tartar sauce motel the the I don't salt remember, I don't salt and caramel good guys, guys salted caramel cake guys. jesus all right um, yes you head back to the sea salt sailor in. Yep. Um, so sea salt sailor. That's it. Uh, you did it. Down by the seashore. And so we we go and I'm like, I need a bunch of rooms for all these assholes. On the, the tavern owner, who I believe was a dwarf, um, looks at you all, says, uh, we got two. We'll take two. Fine. All right. Uh, that'll be two silver a night. Fine. I slapped down a whole oh, gold. Oh, sorry, he was Scottish. That'll be two silver tonight. <laughs> uh, I slapped down a whole gold, and I'm like, put us down for five. Alright. I would also in. like some ale, please. And he sees you, he's like, yes, ma'am. And he goes and like quickly fetches you a glass. I look at Tamar and Theo, and I'm like, I hand them the keys, and I'm like, here's your rooms. I'm sure you'll probably stay in the same one take care of those fucking puppies. And they both nod. I really hope they're not fucking. We can't afford to have more puppies. More puppies. <laughs> We've got a minute oh, before that happens. Young. Yeah, a little young. young. Well, um, it could continue on into adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we need to get over to Tanris so that we can see if Bull is still alive. I know you want to take your ale for the road. We, I don't have any spell slots. None. Haven't we well, rested? Okay, that's not true. Didn't we rest? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah. Because oh, Tamar okay. showed up after we got done resting. That's right. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, I do have like, spell slots. It's like 6 a.m. The sun is rising and Sylphie is drinking. Yep. That, that makes sense. Um, yep. I just look at the dwarf and I'm like, I'm sorry, we'll bring the cup back. And then we leave. It's like, oh, oh all right. All right. All right, She's you guys. Fire breathing head out dragon. The Tanris estate, and that is where we will close for tonight. Man, this is a good so episode. So many mysteries. It's fun. It's coming. Like it's so I school. really thought that we were going to solve things. This we we're going to solve a mystery. Nope. nope. You ran across a little bitty mystery in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it's going to be. I think you may solve what you can next time but there's also a lot of shit that is very difficult to solve in Harris great yep huh awesome how are we gonna get to 
can you text Whale Mom and just let her know that we're going to be a little can late? Can we, like, on... ride a wave? I don't think the there was a I just time... want you to text her and let her know we're going to be a little late with the well, bucket. Well, I don't think there was going to be a time limit on how long it took to bring the bucket there. So I think we're Down by fine. the bay. <laughs> watermelon girls. Where's the watermelon girls? Back to my home. I dare not go. Uh, 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 so yeah, uh, so yeah, we're uh, oh my god, that was a whole thing that it we was, just did. Yeah, yeah. um, so, my thinkers all thinked out. I know there's more thunking to be done. Next more week. thunking to be thoughted. I'm, I'm excited for for this. This is. I'm already coming up with some episode titles for this one. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, back to the actual stream stuff. Oh, that's right. We're streaming. <laughs> We're streaming. <laughs> we seem to be forgetting that. That's okay. Um, Fine. Anyway, uh, thank you all for watching the Atlaran Adventuring Company, the sleeper campaign. Uh, Sleeping. <laughs> uh, we air every uh, Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And I uh, usually go till about nine-ish. I try to cut it off before then. And uh, you can find us at uh, at A-T-L-A-R-A-N-A-D-V-C-O at Lauren A-D-V Co on Twitter. And uh, I also post some stuff with uh, the hashtag lore time where you can learn a little bit more, a little bit more about the world there. Um, and occasionally share some stuff from other D&D places that I really enjoy. Um, Alicia, tell us about yourself and your brand new Twitter. I do have a new your Twitter. Your brand new Twitter. Yeah, my brand yeah. new Twitter. Uh, I got a new Twitter uh, just for writing stuff. So if you like writing or if you're interested in anything that I might write in the future, I don't have anything available right now. But I do occasionally talk about my woes and... <laughs> talk about discussions and talk Man. about discussions your wow, marketing so skills are like fucking on point yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm just you know that's me baby i'll send you an email. it's alicia uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well uh so yes that is and that's <clears throat> at am kelly writes yes am and k-e-l-l-e-y writes w-r-i-t-e-s yes and uh, since Alicia's bad at self-marketing, I will market for her. Uh, she has been uh, doing, uh, as I've seen, some like reach-out questions like, hey, what would you call a fantasy currency? Or things like that. Good discussion topics for yeah. a fantasy story. I mean, and having, it's mostly because... Read... <laughs> yeah? Oh, no, I was going to say, it's mostly because I'm in the middle of writing stuff, and I'm like, oh, how do I want to do this? Maybe I'll yeah, get other people's the, opinions. But The use is twofold. It's like, it's a good discussion, but it's also you reaching out to like, hey, guys, what do you think? And actually taking feedback. Sure. But having read uh, some pieces of your story, I can, I can confidently say that it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm really Thanks. excited about the format and the the idea behind it. I won't give thank anything you. away that you I've read to. pieces of it too, uh, and the writing is... style is excellent. Oh, yes. thanks. Uh, I will say it is. If you are interested in D and D, it's very heavily based on D and D stuff, um, and not in a way that you might expect. So yes, it, I've never seen anything quite like it in a book format. Yeah. 
Um, like. Well, hi, y'all. Uh. Howdy. Howdy, Oh, well, hell. Uh. Uh. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> a liability. All right, buddy. Oh, sorry. I can't. I can't help it. Um. We love Yeehaw. So, my name is Blake R. Wolf. That's my author name. Um. It's uh, Blake R. Wolf on everything. Blake R. Wolf. Blake R. Com. Yeah. Wolf, uh, Wolf, yeah. Wolf. It's W O L F E. Um, like Wolfie. Yeah, Wolfie. Uh, so. Wolfie? Yeah. Thank. Thank we you. We did this last. Oh my god. <laughs> and so. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, you can find me at blakearwolf.com or Blake R. Wolf on Twitter. Um, I have one book out called Lake Arcadia right now. It's a novella. Uh, I have another novel an lgbtq novel on the way on october 2nd mark your calendars uh which uh we sh- and taylor's already read but we is halfway through i'm halfway through it i'm uh, yeah. compelled i am i am compelled in my soul. i am compelled <laughs> my soul was broken i i only stopped reading it to get ready to do this mm-hmm. uh, uh otherwise i probably would have read it all uh, come in just with mascara. Just, yeah, just yeah. Like, why? Why? <laughs> Selfie. Roll the twenty. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah, it's very good. I'm, it's very like Stand By Me. It does the very the first half has Steel very Magnolia. Stand By uh-huh. Me vibe. Yeah, yeah Steel yeah. Magnolias. It's got that yeah. kind of feel, mm-hmm. except it's real gay. Um, yes, so gay. So that gay. makes it better. I, I for me, yes, personally, Hell yeah, yeah. yes. Everything's better with gay. Uh, so, and uh, it's called Jonathan's Letter. It's coming out October second. So, um, and then I'm currently in process of writing a fantasy trilogy that I'm actually beginning drafting tomorrow, Yay. which I expect to break me. As an I don't know if it'll break you, but it's definitely going to take me like at least a year to write because I'm shooting for around three hundred thousand words. Whoa. All right. You're going for fantasy. Though. Well, I'm doing it's Dang. three books, so each at 100k. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then for me, uh, my name is Taylor R. Wallace. Uh, I'm currently not published, but I am working on the Rosemary Hearth project. Uh, yeah, sorry, my my setup is different from yours, so it looked like you were just pointing at black. Hold on. Um, yeah. But, uh, all our setups must be different because we're all pointing yeah. different directions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other, yeah. There you go, Alicia. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm currently working on the Rosemary Hearth project, which is LGBTQ, little bit um, witches, paranormal kind of stuff. Like, what would happen if witches were real but not stupid? Um, <laughs> Solid. Uh, modern witches. Um, and then I am, of course, also an editor. Uh, you can find me at sonderediting.com and at Taylor Wallace on Twitter. It is T-A-I-Y-L-O-R. Make sure to spell it wrong. And uh, I run the uh, AA Co hashtag and Twitter. Um other than that oh don't forget on youtube uh spotify stitcher itunes and google podcasts we post uh the podcasts and the vod uh for this each week uh every wednesday 
Every, every no, Wednesday. I'm getting to it. Every Wednesday. Uh, every Wednesday morning. So it should be up and available to you uh, by the time you get up to go to work. If you missed out or want to re-listen. Uh, and then, like I said before, we air every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern. And then there's links to there's the Twitter links. and the YouTube down below. I will get the links for the, the other stuff eventually. It'll get yeah. there. Those are on the, uh, both for you, uh, Ben, and for anybody listening. If you prefer podcasts or prefer the VOD, uh, everything is linked on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I will be posting uh, links to different places on the Twitter. But anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. And that was a fun session. Thank it was. I had the fun. Thank you so much. Okay, no, we're not doing uh, this. No, we're not going to go ASMR. there. This is going to get creepy. <laughs> uh, we will see y'all Wednesday slash next Saturday and see if these two can figure out the worldwide mystery that I just handed them. Spoiler alert, probably not. Probably not. Probably going to take you a while. Probably going to take a while. More death and destruction and sacrificing of children. Great. Perfect. Can't wait. (laughs) Thanks for for joining us and sorry for how fucking weird we are. We're perfect. I'm not not sorry. Totes. All right. All right. We're getting out of here. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.